Everybody on this beautiful Friday. Let's, go. Let's call this Flashy Friday. Let's go. While it's still early, I'm going to ask you to ping your friends and invite them in. It's going to be standing room only. Raise your hand and come to the stage. see some shares in that wall I need y'all to let y'all friends on this app know where y'all are at right now all my chat family let's light this shit up let's go Welcome every. Oh, I like that. Hold on. It's about to go down. I want to welcome everybody to this. I'm gonna call it Fabulous Friday. I am your host, Mr. Jerry Malcolm, along with Mr. Jonathan Bing, is in the building. Welcome to debate the news on this fabulous Friday edition. I'm in beautiful sunny Southern California. 
it feels like it's the 4th of July. It's so damn hot out here. But look, check this out, everybody. I want y'all to do me a favor while I'm still early. I want you to just look at that little, look at that little box. See, little box got an arrow pointing up where it says 37. Let's get that a little higher. But also press that box and ping some of your friends and invite them in. Let them know exactly where you are. Ping your friends and invite them in. I can promise you in about 30 minutes, this stage is going to be standing room only. If you're in the audience, raise your hand. I'm going to bring each and every one of you to the stage. And I'm looking for about three or four more people that want to join this conversation that's been lighting the chats up five days a week. I'm looking for some of y'all because I like y'all energy in the chat. Probably going to mod y'all up today. So raise your hand and come to the stage. So check this out, Jonathan. It was interesting, man. You know, in America, or I know the Marines, you know, one of you Marines can tell me more. No soldiers left behind. It looks like Russia is leaving soldiers behind. Like they're just, I don't know. We got something to talk about. Also, Will Smith, what's up with this 10-year ban? I don't know. But something I really want to get into is these suicide rates is rising with children during this pandemic. So everybody, welcome to Debate the News. Mr. Jonathan Bing, are you in the building? Uh, yes, I am, Jerry. Dateline. Man, oh man, Jerry, you're like, are you in the building? Uh, Dateline, April the 8th, 2022. Uh, guys, it's Friday, and I am so excited to be here. Uh, Jerry, you're right. Uh, Russia, is, uh, they're, they're leaving their soldiers behind. Not only leaving their soldiers that they're behind, what they're doing is they're also killing a lot of Ukrainians. So uh, we want to talk about that because they, they actually uh, blew up a train station and right now, uh, there's at least 50 dead uh, from that that assault. And so uh, that is crazy. Uh, we also have, um, when you look at it, you have Will Smith. He has a 10-year ban uh, because of what uh, he did. Uh, not only do you have a 10-year ban, uh, Will Smith would face uh, what he's facing because it seemed like Hollywood is actually turning it's back on him. Not only is Hollywood turning his back on him, Jada's like, hey, I wouldn't have done it. I didn't expect him to do it, and I wouldn't have done it. And he was wrong for doing it. So <laughs> say, say, say she didn't say she didn't say that. That, that, that I'll, I'll post the article. Absolutely. Oh my God. So, what is wrong with you women? Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh that that's what's going on. But she's right. You know, she didn't ask him to do it. Uh she didn't look at it. I mean she didn't go and say, Hey, you do that. He choose they chose to do it on his own. And so uh and suicide, guys, suicide's on the rise, and that's something very serious. Uh the pandemic uh has led to uh, uh people uh I, I guess being alone a lot more, uh and uh having uh along with their thoughts and not actually being out in the world. And so it's uh, it's a serious issue there. So we uh, you know we're gonna uh, talk about that uh, respectfully. Um, the rising suicide rates as well. Uh, we have that. We also have some uh, COVID uh, stuff going on. Uh, but that carnage, man, and from that train station, um, it's it's just uh, it, it's getting out of hand. Uh, what's going on there? So respectfully, I'm gonna hand it back to you, Jerry. Yeah, that that's this is definitely definitely a a, a touchy topic today with these suicide rising with especially with youth but um i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of start off today jonathan with this with this will smith thing just kind of touch on it real briefly um you said something interesting you said that she publicly stated that she wouldn't have did it and that she thought it was wrong i mean i don't know even if you thought it was wrong 
which is okay. That's okay. But baby, you my boo. He said it about you. You know, like, damn, could you at least kept that quiet? And and I, I don't know. Mm. Does anybody think I'm bugging a little bit? Or do you, anybody think that she could have like... Nah, bro, kept- throw out with the bathwater, son. That's ba- that's crazy, son. I, I don't know. Is there a lady, any any woman on stage? Yeah, you're on point. Now, 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 now before, before, before you answer, let me just say this. This isn't about whether it was right or wrong. Because I know 99.9% of you probably think it was wrong. I'm probably one of the one percenters that said it was okay to slap the taste bells out of his mouth. But he shouldn't have did it in that, in that space. But ladies, this is your boo. Like, are you supposed to say that? Are you kind of like, you know, follow a code and like, just stay mute? Like, what do y'all think, ladies? Stay no, mute. Jerry, she threw him underneath the bus. She, oh. she completely threw him underneath the bus. He needs to get rid of her. She's a narcissist. 100%. That was terrible. Oh, you know what? Thank you, ladies. I, I, I appreciate that because I'm like over here scratching my side of my face. I'm like, did Jonathan just say that she said it was wrong publicly? And she, wow. So is Jerry, there, Jerry, I'm getting the article. I, I found one. I'm just trying, trying to find a more reliable source because I like to put up reliable sources. But I'll put this one up for now while I get the reliable source, guys. And I want you guys to hold me accountable. All right. We're not going to hold you accountable. <laughs> but check this out, though. Is there? Well, let me let me flip it up since this is debate the news. Let me let me change my voice inflection and switch it up. Is there anybody that thinks that um she was right for doing that? That was the right thing to do. She should have said it was wrong what he did. Uh, Peyton, I see your mic fly. I mean your you got your mic unmuted. I'm assume you want to say something, Peyton. If not, you gotta mute your mic, Miss. Okay, if you don't mute your mic, I'm about to help you. Okay. In, um, Anybody, any any ladies that feel, or anybody, period, that feels it was okay that she said that? Hey, Jerry, you know, I don't want to say it was right, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they spoke about it. Because at this point, one of them have to try to save the bag. You think that's saving the bag by her making them, you know, that's like your friend do something wrong. You're supposed to text them and be like, bro, bro, you don't, hey, don't do that, dog. Like, you know, but but you don't publicly say it. it, it it, it it adds even more fuel. Like even your boo said you was wrong. It makes it double wrong. Barbara Majeski, what do you think? She wants out of that marriage. There's no way somebody who is in love with their husband, backs their husband, wants to grow old with their husband, would disparage them in that capacity. You have your husband's back and he went to bat for her. It was completely out of line. But the thing that I keep going to is that no, nobody, nobody in a good place would have unhinged the way he did. He's not in a good place. Clearly his relationship and any good woman would have pulled him back down. Like whatever you're about ready to do, don't do it. And at the end of the day, she, they both want out of the marriage. No good woman, no good wife, no good ride or die would ever do that ever. You'd sit better off saying nothing at all. She wants out. He wants out. They need to just cut their losses. They can call me. I'm really good at divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I love being on the other Barbara, side. Barbara got experience. Barbara got experience. She's like, I got I receipts, got boy. So I got Barbara receipts. So, Barbara, you would Barbara, you would roll with me, Barbara? Yeah, let's go. Let's roll. Yeah, no, I just said you would roll with me. You would have turned on me, right? You were like, yo, he, he did what he had to do. Um, yeah, I would have had your back, no question about it. Or even if I did, was like, that was 
Dom. I would have stood by you in silence. I, I just would never disparage you, question you or any anything. I like, I, you know, I, I, you grow old with somebody. That's your priority. That's your love. That's your man. You know, like, it's contra a divorced woman. <laughs> no, Jonathan, Barbara, Barbara's the type to bring it to the playground for you. You know what I'm talking about, Jonathan. Nobody else does. So. Yeah, <laughs> yo, I, yo, I, I am a loyal man. person. I, that was the kind yeah. of wife I, I was. What y'all know about bringing it to the playground? So, now, Barbara tried to put Vaseline on her face, put Vaseline on her face and start taking her earrings off. <laughs> hey, Barbie, Barbie, you know what? You know what? I got to say this, Barbara, and I'm going to pass it to one of you other ladies. Um, or one of you gentlemen. I, I, I kind of see the light now. kind of looking a little different. I think I crossed over a little bit, Jonathan. I kind of see, I'm thinking about me being on the stage right now and him saying that. If it upset me, there was some inner, he, he, he was already simmering. Hey, did you guys ever pay attention how far apart they were sitting from each other? He was yeah. probably, he was probably he already, he probably, nobody said that I'm the first one to say that. <laughs> so check this out. He, give me my, give me my flowers. He, he probably was already simmering, ladies. He was in and a bad place. I agree with you. Is there anybody else that want to jump in now that I crossed Yo, over? I agree Yo, this with Barbara. This is Luis. Oh no, go ahead, Queen. Go ahead. I'll speak after you. Go ahead. No, this is Jenny. Um, real quick, I just want to say that I definitely agree with Barbara and what you said, Jerry. Um, they definitely was sitting apart from each other. And um, I'm just in shock that she actually said that because, you know, if she really didn't want him to do anything or, you know, she should have stopped him like Barbara said. She should have. That's the only thing I don't up. agree with y'all with. You Remember what you just said? You said you agree with Barbara and Jerry. You said how far they were sitting away. She would have had to do a G.I. Jane leap to grab his well, arm. Yeah. And then the way he was walking up to that to that stage like a like Denzel in training day, you didn't know he's about you didn't know he's about to go slap the taste buds out of his mouth. <laughs> so, really. so 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 when we say she should have stopped him, we gotta stop saying that because stop him from what? She don't know what he was about to do. Well, as soon as you got up, you, you know, she should have said, you know, Will, babe. Baby. But did you see Honey, how he got up? He got up. He got up smooth, like he was probably about to go. She like don't whisper, like whisper something on Chris Rock's ear instead of slapping him. That's what we thought too. But exactly. So, yeah. so she, she, she don't. I don't think she should be um, chastised for that part. But, but I agree with Barbara said. There's a problem at the house, Mister Louis Estrella. You was trying to jump in, bro. Yeah, man. So, um, something that Barbara said really like keyed off in my head. Right? She said. They both want out. I think his actions showed that he's ready to fight for his wife. That ready that to part. fight to keep her. And she's clearly saying, "Throw him under the bus." I don't really give a damn. So I think, I think, I think actually the opposite from Barbara in that instance, right? I think everything else Barbara said was on freaking point. And Jerry, you you pointed out something, man. Some about hit tactics and some about being just far away as far as proximity. To show that there's that <laughs> they're actually not as apart or not as together as we would think, um, but yeah, man, I, I listen. First and foremost, he's ready to fight for it, man. I don't think I don't think she's ready to do the same. But Jerry, bro, I gotta push back, man. Listen, when when something is said that my wife knows pisses me off, nobody else in the world will know that it pisses me off. But my wife has been with me long enough that she knows when I'm ticked off. 
if I move a certain way, if my face goes a certain way, my wife knows and she can pull me back or calm me down. Doesn't matter how far away she is. So if she wanted to, bro, if she wanted to save him from making an ass out of himself because she saw that he was moving a certain type of way, I got to push back and say she could have G.I. Jane him. She could have pulled him back. OK, I got you. But I got to push back on you. If you and your <laughs> wife, if you and your wife. We're sitting at that distance away from each other at the Oscars. Even though your wife knows you well, she wouldn't think my man is going to go on the Oscars and slap the taste buds out of his mouth. So, but I hear you, though. I hear you, my brother. Is there anybody else that wants to jump in? Wait, wait, one, one, one second, one second. I, I think there was a lady. My brother, you may not have heard her, but there was a lady. And then I'm going to go right to you after. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, lady. I don't okay. know who you it's are. Yvonne, I just changed my PDR down the bottom. So, what is no. what is P what what does PDR mean? Okay, I just changed my picture. Oh, picture PTR. Okay, I, of course I know. Come on, bro, I know what that means. <laughs> okay, Jerry. So here it is. She wants to leave long time ago. This is what I see. He doesn't want to leave her. She wants to leave him. If I if I was a man, I would have left that woman long time ago. And please, guys, don't kill me in the back chat. I'm not gonna kill you because I, I I'm a man, <laughs> and I I identify as a man, and um, and I would. She left him when she cheated on him. One second. She appears. I'll just keep He wants to hold on to her, and you know. The, the, her behavior based on what I've read seemed like she really doesn't really care about that marriage. I don't think he, and maybe he's holding on because he doesn't want to give the alimony or something, but something is definitely wrong. That, that, that marriage, you know, I, I, it has been dead long time ago, my friend. We, well, well, Yvonne, we don't know that for sure. That it's been dead a long time ago, but I do agree with something you said. You said, if you were a man, you would have left a long time ago. And me as a man, I 100% agree with you. So, but but yeah, but remember that. Yvonne, re remember remember Yvonne, there's a way, there's a way you, you got to meet your mic. There's a remember how they were saying they were playing. So they kind of got something that we we're, we're us traditional folk probably not used to. The way they were playing around their little marriage, so it's kind of probably kind of hard for us to say what would it did if the rules of engagement would have been different for us in that in in a, our perspective marriages if we were in one where well, you are. But uh Thank you, Yvonne. Go ahead, Mariana. Thank you, Jerry, and I apologize. Um, I, my mic was open up um, without me okay. um, clicking on. I don't don't worry, John, Jonathan's not. Jonathan is in a different mode today. He is not going to cut you. I had, uh -huh. I, had a, I had a talk with Jonathan. That's why he's so nice today. He he. Jonathan said. <laughs> Jonathan said, Jerry. He said, I'm a changed man. Watch and look at him, y'all. Y'all going to notice. Go oh, ahead, Mariana. Yeah. So, Jonathan, I was thinking. Um, well. Uh, there's so much that you say that I agree with about the distance that they have. That was Jerry, not kidding. Jonathan. You, why you don't I, I don't take Jerry. over my do not take over my credit. Okay, go ahead. I <laughs> and and I agree with Barbara. I mean, I would have never done that. But here's the thing: she say that she would have not done that, but yet she was laughing as he was walking back towards the chair. So it's like walking back from slapping him. So what is it? Was she 
agreeing or would she disagree? So that's what I'm confused. That is true. Fellas, you know what I mean? I'm talking I'm talking to my guys that grew up in the neighborhood. Y'all gonna know what I'm saying. How many times somebody bombed on you and you start smelling like, no, this fool didn't just sock me to my head. <laughs> Oh, I guess I ain't got no. Hey, hey, Angel, I don't have no real ones in here right now, so I can't ask that question. To you. I don't have them. I apologize, guys. But Jonathan, you know what I mean, though. Somebody do something stupid, and you're like, I can't believe this fool just did that, and you kind of chuckle. Then it snaps in your head, like, okay. So that chuckle, that chuckle doesn't make me feel the same way. I hear what you're saying, Mariana, but I, I, I and I understand why you think that way. But um, yeah. Anybody else want to jump in? Hey, hey, Jerry. Uh Gonna make one, or one, one, one second, bro. You just you just about two seconds too late because a lady said, "Hey, I would," but you after her. Go ahead, Miss. Hey, Thank you. whoops! Now <laughs> we got two ladies. Okay, y'all got a battle for you. Y'all got a battle. <laughs> Come on now, let me see who's the pick of the litter. Oh, hello. Joke. I am. <laughs> uh, you win. Go ahead. Okay. Morning, afternoon, evening. Hi. How are you? I am uh, in. Oh, she London. got that accent too. <laughs> Stop it, Jerry. Okay, so I understand that it might have been funny for Jada, but the truth of the matter is they're in a partnership, right? So good or bad, decision, right or wrong, like Louis said, if someone vexes you, you know your husband's vexed, right? You go up to the stage, slap the man, come back. Yes, you laugh, but whatever turns out, you are going to stand by your man. I don't understand the part where where she comes out and says, oh, uh, I would never have done that. But he did it for you. There you yeah, go. But I have to say this, ladies. But I have to say this. I have to say this, ladies. It doesn't mean she's not standing by her man. Again, this could have easily been a conversation. If Will's the one, Will also is noted saying that he's very embarrassed by himself doing it. So again, I mean, she's not going to now waver publicly from his apologetic stance either. I mean, you have to understand, she's but- in, right now, she's in a position where she kind of has to go with Will's flow. But weed man, but weed man, let me just build with you for like five quick seconds, brother. I hear what you're saying, but I agree with the lady because going with his flow and going against the grain is two completely different things. Your woman, you is not going to say, I wouldn't have done it. He was wrong. You know, let him say that part because it was done for you, baby. It was done on behalf of you. Jerry, correction. She said he overreacted. She didn't say he's wrong. He overreacted. Even that part, that's just thank. Thank you for yeah, clarif- you, clarifying. Some leeway to what she, how, how she reacts to this publicly. She can't get up and say I'd have done the same thing too. We, the people would have started canceling her, and she didn't even do. No, it. no, but but weed man, that's not that's not the other option because when you said that, that's almost implying like if she don't say that, she has to say what you just said. That's what that is. That's what that's implying. That's a form of psychology you just used. But but I hear what you say. I hear. <laughs> I hey we. Right. But could she have said something like, you know, it, it, you know, it was, it was a terrible situation. I mean, could she have just said she something could have like- said so many better things? She could have apologized. She could have said, please understand that we're under a lot of stress due to my medical condition. And, you know, we just, you know, but collectively we apologize. We are embarrassed about the you know, the incident, she could have just stood in solidarity with him. And the other thing we need to take a look at is that Will and Jada were sitting front and center. These two people are open. They're open. Um, they're open targets. You sit in the front of any like comedy, you know, comedy place or whatever. And when you're sitting in, at one of these awards ceremonies, you're front and center. You are 
you're fodder for the host. So they knew what they were getting into. They're just, they're in a terrible place. She could have stood in solidarity with him, apologized as a collective and said, we apologize. We're under a lot of stress. We are, you know, we, we whatever, but she didn't stand in solidarity on it. Uh, she judged him. And for that, I think that their marriage That's... is over and I'm sending my divorce attorney. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Sloan. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Uh, Barbara, go. here's a question for you. You know how you said you'd stand by your hubby. I'm totally in agreement with you for that. But as a woman, would you have would do you think had you sat there in the Oscars front row, front and center, like you said. Seconds I, to. Sloan, you went out. We, we didn't already, hear you. You can't hear you. You're the matrix. Go, go ahead, Sloan. Would you, do you think would have, uh, Barbara, do you think would have in an audience front and center, do you think? We might have to, we're going to come back to I don't know what you're asking, your but would I have gotten up and pulled they, him back down? I would have. I, in that moment, but I understand what Jerry's saying, like that, that like laugh. It's almost like a nervous laugh. You're like, what just, what just happened? Like you're, your emotions haven't caught up to the crime kind of thing. Um, but I, I think I would have grabbed my, you know, my better half and been like, sit down, like, come on, just, whoa, 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 dial it down. But if we were in a good place, I don't think that would have happened, but I think that's your question. Yeah. Yeah. Sloan, we got to come back to you cause you're in the matrix. Yeah. 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 And Barbara, once again, like I said, that was that, that laugh to me meant nothing but just because I totally I agree been, with you. I don't think it like, it doesn't, all of us do. I do stuff like that all the time. Somebody falls. My sister-in-law fell at a wedding. My brother pulled the chair out from underneath her by accident and she fell smack on her ass. I was in hysterics laughing. She stormed out of the middle of the, the reception. She was so pissed and they're divorced now too. But I, it was so inappropriate of me, but sometimes we just don't like I don't know. Okay, that was my therapy session. Back to you, Jerry. No, that's but Barbara. Barbara, that that kind of fits Barbara. That's that's Barbara though. We're used to that in Barbara. It was funny. <laughs> but yeah. But but yeah, I don't know. What we want to call that laugh like like a little nervous twitch. But that's so, yeah, so common. So what does anybody else think about that? What is any, is there anybody else that has? Go ahead, Bobby. Hey, what's up, Jerry? Um, so I'm gonna say from this perspective of someone who's an actor who's in Hollywood, who's dated other actors, right? So just remember that the Oscar is the highest level in- Bobby, Bobby who are you talking about, yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you dated other actors? Yeah, yeah, so that's why I'm, okay. that's why I'm bringing it up, right? Because it's a weird dynamic, right? Because that was the first thing I noticed, because they're both actors, right? So Jade is an actor, Will's an actor. So they are together when they're away, whatever, but I've had this experience where you're competing against your partner or your partner's competing against you. So even though you're one, you're at the end of the day, because remember they were both established actors before they got together. So I tried to be honest, not to date actresses for that reason, because sometimes the loyalty of the relationship is eroded because of professional Bobby, interest. Bobby, I, I need to interrupt again. You said, yeah. so actors, but not actresses is what you just said. Cause you clarified that. Yeah, I said, well, cause uh, I'm, okay. I'm straight. Okay. Right? So I okay. date women. Yeah. yeah. That's the only why I said that. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the thing is that, you know, when you're dating another actor, especially if someone's already been an actor, 
it gets very weird, right? Like, for example, you know, you hear this thing that when people get divorced in Hollywood, whoever is more powerful, people will only be friends with one, not both, because you have to pick a side. And I will say, as someone now who is repped in Hollywood and working in Hollywood at the beginning, it is all egos all the time. So you have to be on sort of the right side of the politics to work. And so I look at Jada's damage control, because if that if that marriage is about to end, she's thinking about her career. That's what that is to me. So should we be asking for your autograph on this day? Yes. Ten dollars. OK. Oh, so okay, ten dollars. Yeah, but that's that's definitely interesting. Appreciate you, my brother. Is there anybody else that has their their little two cents in this? But what do y'all think about this? I got another question. Okay, here's here's another question. Does the punishment fit the crime? Ten year ban. Well, let's just say this: it's safe to say he's done. Does the punishment fit the crime, or do y'all think it should be something more than that? No, it doesn't. It does. <laughs> wait, 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 who, wait, 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 who, wait, who said, what does it matter? Who said that? Weedman, he already left the academy, so they can, they can ban it for 10 years. He, he already left. Oh, got you. This, conver got this you. conversation becomes relevant. This conversation becomes relevant in five years when he puts out a banger and then they see if the academy yeah. or somebody retracts how they feel about him after this. He's banned from oh, attending. If he puts out a bang, if he, is the ban, like, he's banned from attending the Oscars? Whereas he resigned from being able to vote. Is that right? Yeah. So th this is what's going on. The Oscars were in a quandary here uh, because they they really lost all their leverage that night uh, when they did not remove him. Uh, because it, had they removed him, then they could have had some things they could have uh, said they'd done to uh, punish him, like removed him from the auditorium. Uh, preventing him from uh, making the acceptance speech. So they lost a lot of leverage. Then Will resigned uh, from the Oscars. Uh, and it was probably, I think, three or four other people that were ever kicked out of the Academy. And that was uh, Weinstein, Crosby, uh, and the guy that Prolansky. Uh, they were actually kicked out, booted uh, from there. So Will actually resigned before he got a chance. Uh, smart, well, rightfully so, and smartly. That way, he didn't want to be lumped in with that 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 company. Uh, you know, they so they told him to resign. So, for so sure. one second, please. So they were very limited in what they could do. You know, a five-year ban. You know, how often do you get ask actor get nominated? You know, they don't get nominated every year. So five-year ban. That doesn't seem like a big ban, you know, so they had to go with a 10 year ban now. But in the meantime, Will's going to do the work. You know, he's going to go out and he's going to do some public service. He's going to rehabilitate his uh, his career, uh, his agency, believe it or not, uh, one of the biggest uh, agency in the world, the biggest. Uh, they talked about uh, dropping him as a client. Uh, because they just ha happened to have a an event that was going on when they were together, but the consensus were uh, because of the, the agent that actually represented him pled with them not to do so. So, uh, so at this point in time, does the finish uh, punishment fit the crime? There's no punishment. All right, he just he just can't attend. He can still be nominated. He can still win. Uh, there's no punishment. This is just uh, basically uh, uh, something that they did to say that they did do something. So, uh, will you know? Will we see Will uh, at the Academy? I think he's gonna make a triumphant return uh, prior to. I mean, uh, you know, if not at the tenure, but prior to that, uh, because of the work that he's gonna do uh, within the community. And I yield. 
Does anybody know if any other infractions will had publicly? I don't think he had any. Like any type uh, of. I'll any, jump in briefly, but any type of bad press that Will Smith may have gotten before this. Anybody? It doesn't matter what like he did before. Cause... He slapped somebody during oh, the no, Oscars. It does matter. It does matter because no, we all it doesn't. He embarrassed, like especially the way the industry is. So let right me, now, hold on. Well, hold on. Let me say one thing. Let me finish. Oh my God! No, I was done talking. So what I'm saying is that this is the first offense of any kind. It doesn't matter. The studios have morality clauses now. Okay. I'm not finished. Yeah. Well, you are because you're saying dumb shit, man. No, I'm not finished. So right now, right? You have to part of the cancel culture. You want a guy to make a mistake and then kick him under the curb and say, "Well, you don't know the industry." But you have morality clauses right now in your contract. Well, guess what? The thing, the thing that people forget is that a lot of times when stuff happens, we are able to forgive if, like he said, he's done the work, right? So let's take Will, for example. First of all, Will has been established for a lot of years, right? This is his first offense. So like, it might take a year or two, but Will's a great actor. He's great at his craft. So in a year or two, they go, oh, they'll forget. Chris Rock may come out of here for now and say he needs to be forgiven. And then what? Is it the same tone? You don't know the industry different? right now, okay? The morality, especially because of Harvey Weinstein, you literally have morality clauses and contracts, right? Which means Please don't if you do any, well, because you don't know the industry. I'm trying to teach you something, okay? I work in the film industry for fucking like 25 years. I'm telling you right now, because of Harvey Weinstein, it changed the ecosystem. Right. So after that, you have these things in morality clauses. Okay. So I'm friends with some of the top lawyers in the world, right? In Hollywood, you have these things called morality clauses. And what it means is if an actor specifically or someone who is attached to one of these projects does something immoral and it's, you know, it's a bit controversial, right? Because what does that mean? But this would definitely apply. Your contract's voided. So what does that mean? It means right now you have to be a good actor pardon the pun you have to be very very moral and if you are not that's grounds for dismissal so for will smith to brazenly do that, it doesn't matter what he did before right he's smart enough to know you you take the highest profile event in the industry in the world and you have this act of violence you're going to lose everything he's probably going to lose his whole career I'm gonna disagree on that on that last part. I I don't I don't think he's gonna lose his whole career. The guy the guy's legit. Like outside of Denzel, I would I would say that he's up there. If Denzel were to step away, he would be would have been the next guy in the line to take over that that kind of Denzel role. I don't like you said, you maybe have some information because you're in the business and have been, but there's still people voting there uh that like Will Smith. There's people that agree. Louis C.K. was did. the best comedian in the world. Harvey Weinstein was the best producer in the world. Yeah, but like, Harvey Weinstein. Wait, Harvey Weinstein. Those things to that. Louis C.K. just won a Grammy. Okay, yeah. so that's sort of not but a He's being attacked. The point is, if he signed the clause, there's a consequence. We're talking about crime against women. Will Smith went up there. It's a different, it's a different animal. I, I, I don't... Let me, let me jump in. I want to just say something to you. Because... I, uh justice is it okay justice i you know i can see your, your point um and and that you can argue this either way but you know accountability is accountability you know and so it, for from just by that same token you know if i walk into a, a freaking uh home depot and, and put a fucking a saw in my fucking jacket and i've been a model citizen my entire life i i have to deal with the consequences it's not like oh this guy's been a model citizen his entire life. You know what I'm saying? You know, let, let him go. No, 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 no. I'm a model citizen to him not. OJ 
was a sportscaster before he became a murderer. And I know you might think, oh, I'm taking to extremes, okay? So the, just, the, I, 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 I understand. Okay, <laughs> no, OJ, OJ's not guilty. Y'all know that. Don't even try that. He so, was a football player before he was a sportscaster. <laughs> now, but what I'm saying to you guys, oh. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying to you guys is this right here, Justice. You can't say the guy was a model citizen. That doesn't take away from the uh, the crime or the event or the incident. And so we can't. And 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 God bless you, bro. I, I see it. You see people as extraordinary. I, I see people as normal, and I think people need to be held accountable because I know good and damn well I would have been held accountable. I would have been arrested. On actually, I probably would have been tackled. You know what I'm saying? They would have dragged my ass by my foot out of there. You know, one foot, not feet, by one foot, dragged my ass out of there. Okay, and uh, and what you're doing now is saying, hey, this guy's special. He deserves special treatment, and that, my friend, is what we need to stop doing. And I yell. And, and I don't think never he deserves special ever. treatment, but my thing is this. I, I'm more looking at but, the sense of he's human, right? And we all make mistakes. And but yes, but, but I'm human, be, bro. He has to be, right. He has to be held accountable. Would I have been able to stay there, sit back, uh, chill out? You know what I'm saying? Uh, with, with, and here's why. You're not front rows at the Oscars either. Okay. You see what I'm saying? There's a big difference there. Is he human? Yes. Is he? A, he's a man like you and I. We all have families. But at the same time, he made a mistake. He made it on a national stage. But are we going to denigrate this man so bad that his career is done? I don't. I, I don't agree, agree with, with you, Justice. I agree with you. I 100% agree with him. I just want to say that. Uh, well, you know, Bob, you you, you haven't been very uh, like uh, right lately. So <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> no, no, listen to me, Bob. Bob, let me ask you a question, right. Bob. <laughs> Bob, Bob, right. Bob, Bob, listen to me. Yeah, but what you what you guys are doing is saying this right here, and, and uh, let me just say this right here. I I, I Will Smith. Uh, I love his career. I love everything he's done. Okay, I do. But what I'm saying is that there should not be two set of rules. So, you know, right now you guys are saying you guys are destroying this guy. This guy just got told that he can't go to the movies for 10 years. Okay. But he committed a crime, essentially. Okay. And that, that, that's his punishment. You, yo, you can't come back in for 10 years. You're, you're barred, son. Okay. For an assault. The so, Grammys have an award you can't slap. That's okay, right? Well, one, one second. So what I'm saying to you is this right here. You, you, you're saying that he's being ruined and he's been taken down because people are talking about what he did, not what someone forced him to do, not what he did under duress because he's being shot at a while. You're talking about something, a grown man that has a, a standard of living, that has employees, that have all, all that's going for him, that had time to think about what he was going to do when he walked up there and then had time to think about after that horrendous mistake to think about it as he walked back to his seat. Okay, and and the best he could have came up with was that, that horrendous behavior at his seat. So you're saying that he should be forgiven but someone like me, you just made excuses. Oh, you're not front row. Oh, you're not this. You're not that. Oh, you're not special, Jonathan, is what you just said. And I yelled. Come on. Jerry. I don't think anybody's saying that he's special. Let me say this. I, yeah, I don't think he's special. Let me tell you what I think happened. This is where I was trying to ask Barbara this. This is Sloan. I really feel as though 
with with Jada being in the front row and all the sensitivities and sensibilities that are associated with being so close and all of that and knowing all eyes are on, would you as a wife, Barbara, would you really actually roll your eyes for a full, I don't know, four or five seconds knowing you've got an entire room and millions of people watching you on TV? Would you have rolled your eyes at that joke or would you have played and smiled along and laughed along? Let me just ask you that can't part know. first. You can't know. Whoever said that is exactly right. You Impossibly know. answer that question. Okay. What that's I don't I, I haven't lost my hair. Even in my chemo treatments, I okay. never lost my hair. I lost my mind, but I didn't lose my hair. And I just I've just <laughs> never been in that situation. Yeah. However, yeah. I have been in situations where things are very heated, where I'm in a relationship or a dynamic that is toxic and I have come unhinged. And in that moment I haven't you know, been my, the highest expression of myself. Okay. Like I have been, I think somebody's mic is hot, but I just haven't been my best self. And thank God nobody judged me in that space of me being a total train wreck, crime scene, dumpster fire, because that's what I think we're seeing of Will. And we're just, we're ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think what he did was wrong. I think assault is very wrong, but I don't think he is a bad human being and should be persecuted at a level that is that he can't recover from. I, I just don't. I don't think he should be right. hung out to dry. He should still be able to put food on the table. Listen, if they had the cameras in frat houses and bars, let me tell you something. This stage would be empty because every so many people have been in fights, started fights, acted totally out of line. And we can't, why are we holding him to such high authority? Yes, he made a mistake, but I, I just, listen, I, I've made an ass out of myself under duress and thank God cameras weren't rolling. You know what, Barbara? Okay, but to the my, thing but is this: me, okay. uh, pe people keep forgetting is 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 the emotions. I mean, it's cool, super intelligent. That's that's cool. All the accolades. That's cool. Professional actor. That's cool. But you can't take emotions out of a man or a woman. Those are emotions that made him act like that. When he sat down at that chair, don't or take your whatever. My wife. Don't put my wife's name in your mouth. Whatever he said. He no, said, get your hand out of my pocket. the point that I'm trying he to said, get your hand out of my pocket. But, 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 but Sloan, I'm going in a different direction, miss. The, 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 Jonathan, the thing is this. What did you just say, Jonathan? I said, he said, get your hand out of my pocket. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, they, they don't know where that come from, Jerry. No, no one knows where that come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 but Jonathan, my brother, anybody in the stage knows because Jonathan have tore many people up based off of the emotions. It, Jonathan is a very intelligent, smart. They said, you had all that time to think. Jonathan, I got to come at you. You said he had all that time to think. Dude, you're talking about seconds. But still, how fast does emotions go by? Go away. When you was in Miami about to smack that dude over a damn dinner table, Jonathan. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Were well, you about to smack smack a dude? Dude, way more time went by. That that, that was Daphne's fault. Daphne could have stopped. That. All that dude had, all that dude had to do was say one thing, and then we'd have been in a damn restaurant fighting three, four damn dudes. Man, Daphne didn't say a damn thing either. You know that, Jerry? She I sat always... there. So I'm all, all I'm just saying, all this. Oh, he had all, all this time. Hold on. What did you say, Daph? What did you say? You, huh? I always run. 
She just sat there and said, damn word, Jerry. <laughs> she was about to go down like Jada. I, I'm the one over there saying, it's all good, fellas. Hey, my brother, you, you good, brother? Hey, it's all good. And he still left the damn table. That's what's so crazy. Jonathan, Jonathan stood his ground and he still left the damn table. I felt bad. I want to treat them for dinner, you bully, Jonathan. But my point is this, Jonathan. You were emotional at that moment, brother. I didn't. You didn't act like that the whole trip. You was laughing, having fun. But somebody did something that pushed your button. And for that brief moment, you became a different person. I think that's what happened to Will. But he's an actor. He's a professional. Let me see y'all bottle and sell how to alter emotions in the moment like that. You'll be a billionaire. Can I say something? Really just if I could just land this plane really quickly. I really believe she rolled her eyes intentionally, knowing all those people were looking at her as a message to him to go do something about it. I don't think he was that upset when he went up there. He in fact he had a smirk on his face as he walked back like we must have saw something different. We must have saw something different. We then I saw him with a smirk and he seemed very pleased with what he did, and he didn't seem over the top angry until he sat in his seat i think she did that eye roll intentionally right got you let me say something everybody one 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 one, one time i was out and this guy he must have been damn near seven feet tall he was a giant and he got into it with my brother and it was about four of them and um i walked up to him laughing and I, i had no chance in hell to be able to whip this dude but you know it was you know years ago you know a little different jonathan and i are doing you talking about me right jerry Nah, nah, you know I'm afraid of your crazy butt. So I walked up to him laughing. Uh, I don't love you, though, but I, but I went up to him. I'm just kidding, Dave. Of course I love you, brother. So I went up to him laughing, smiling, and I took off on him. What that means for those on me, I, I, I start hitting him. It was a fight because he, he, just, hit, he just hit my brother in a, in, a, in a club that we were in. But they broke it up. Security broke it up. It was over. And I was like, ain't shit over. When the club is over, he getting in the parking lot. So I walked up to him laughing. After I took off on him, I was still laughing. I'm going to repeat to y'all. Laughing does not mean that a person's not angry. It actually means, you know how people get all mad in, in, in a boxing ring. They about to do a fight. Some people all got that mean look. I be smiling, laughing, listening to R&B music in my headphones while these guys are listening to acid type music, hyping themselves up. Laughing is, does not, is not an indication if somebody's not mad or smiling. I'm just saying because I've been there, done that. I'm known for that. But um, anybody else want to jump in? Yeah, I do. I want to jump in. Does anybody disagree with me? Does anybody think I'm crazy for saying what I just said? Laughing part. No, not at all. You're right. Yeah, I agree. Go ahead, Micah. Jump in, Micah. I think Will is going to come back with with some great acting, and he's going to, you know, revive his career because. He didn't really hurt Chris. He just hurt his feelings, you know. It was a, it was a, it was a stunt that everyone's mad at, but he's he's good, you know. I, I agree with you, Mike. I, I think him and Chris is gonna hash it out, and they're gonna come out together. Uh, and they they're probably gonna and like someone said, they're gonna do a movie together. But they, they, Chris hasn't said a word. Chris has a lot of control and and, and determination in what happens, and Chris is not going to want to see. Uh, will career uh, stall. You know, I don't think it's going to ever end. And, and when I say stall, because it will, it, it's just too hot to just completely go away. It may stall and then, then take off. But he doesn't, he's not going to want to see it stall. So I think Chris Brock is going to uh, step up uh, to let it be known that uh, him and Will's good and that they, they talked and he's family 
and uh, that he for, that you know they he forgave him and they moved on. It's bigger than Chris what, Rock. Now. You know what? Wait one second. One, one second, brother. One second, brother. I want to do. I want to remind everybody really, really quick. Uh, I think I got about six six hand raises. How about we get that? You know, I'm, I'm gonna clear a hand raise real quick while I do a quick little room reset. I want to welcome everybody once again to debate the news on this fabulous Friday. So I'm going to turn it back on. When I turn it back on, I'm going to pay attention to who raises their hand. I'm going to make a note of you. So if you raise your hand, come to the stage. Please don't raise your hand unless you want to be brought to the stage. And welcome everybody once again to debate the news. Jonathan and I is going to be start starting to do some um, closed rooms. So make sure you follow Mr. Jonathan Bing. What are you going to do the first one? A Monday, Jonathan, or do you say Tuesday? Monday or Tuesday? The social room? We're going to talk about that. Okay, okay. I'm it's, damn, it's, a good, it's a damn great topic, though. But, okay, yeah, so make sure, make sure you follow Jonathan Bing. Put the bell on. Follow me, Jerry Malcolm. Put the bell on. We got some surprises we want to go over. So make sure you follow Mr. Jonathan Bing. Just click his face and then go to follow and put the bell on and click that seven on my profile and, and click the bell and, uh, you know, follow Mr. Jerry. Also, you people in the chat, I absolutely love you guys to be in there just chopping it up. But, you know, keep going. But how about some of y'all come to the stage? Because y'all are saying some stuff I love. And I'm just hoping y'all will come to the stage and share it with everybody else. So if you're in the chat, come to the stage and join the conversation. Is there somebody that's not modded? That, go ahead, Jonathan. Yeah, before you do that, because I want to, this, this people, this women in the back channel saying that Jada's uh, responsible uh, just because he looked at her. And I to hear, to hear that from a woman to say, I mean, that I just thought that was so surprising uh, for a, a woman to put uh, people missed my dynamics of, uh, of influence of a person over another with a long relationship. Just with a look, uh, you, you're, you're essentially passing the responsibility on to Jada and taking the responsibility off of Will. And to have another woman do that, that's just, to me, mind-boggling because uh, you're, you're implying that uh, this man couldn't think for itself. And then you're also implying that uh, this woman couldn't defend herself. So, I, 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 I mean, if they want to explain, then that's fine. But uh, I just think that that's a stretch, a reach. But, hey, Jonathan. Jada gave him the street cred, you know, look, and he went out there and, and did some street cred action. That's yeah, I'm, I'm talking about women. I, I'm talking about women saying that. And that's exactly, that. yeah, I said that. And, and I, and oh, I, you, oh, okay. Yeah, this is Sloan. And I hold to it because I believe in a, in a love relationship, I can give a look to, to, uh, to the guy I'm with. And if I say, hey, they embarrass me, hey, that I Go don't like the shit that. Out of them? Can I, huh? can I ask you? You, a, you give them that look, one second, one second. As, you give them that look and you, you know, one second, man, while we're talking. Man, man, yeah, one, one second while I'm not while I'm asking the question. One moment. So you're saying you can give your man a look, and your man should go up there. And, and if you give that no, man that certain no. look, he should go up there and slap the shit out of someone, right? No, absolutely not. But I'm saying there is a lot of unspoken. Sloan, something's wrong with your mic. I'm, I'm just saying that there is. Well, she came back. You said unspoken something. Yeah, there's just un. You don't have to say everything to for your partner to know what you're feeling. And I think in that moment, she could have chosen some grace and just smiled and laughed it off because she probably but, knew that. Would but 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 instead she but instead she instructed him to go up there and slap her. Right. That's that. Okay. I so the woman that wanted she, the one the woman that wanted to ask the question. Showed her disdain on purpose. That's all. Hey, the woman that wanted to ask that question. Yeah. Hey, Sloan, it's Allie. I want to know if you know if this is true or not. I heard, right, that Jada actually had, like, sexual relations with one of her kids' friends. 
Like, wh- how can I respect somebody that's doing that? You heard? What'd you hear that at, Allie? Can, can I respond? She's talking about August. She's talking about We know that. We know that. They had an open relationship, didn't they? The question is not did yeah. she cheat or not. I mean, it's not, they, right. hold on, wait, ma'am. My ma'am, ma'am, you didn't hear me. People. Listen, my question is not is it did she cheat on her husband? My question is, did she cross a boundary and get sexual with her son's friend? That's my point. Yeah, Allie, yes, Allie, yes, Allie. yes, yeah, Allie. Yes, and she admitted. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. so that's true. Uh, Can I respond uh, to something Jonathan said? Go ahead. Um, so I thought that was a very interesting point you brought up about um, Chris Rock's response. Um, and I've thought more about him than anybody else in this situation because I didn't like the way he was treated after. It didn't seem like anybody came to his aid. Everybody was just coddling um, Will Smith. But um, uh, since this incident, a lot of videos have surfaced of Chris Rock talking about um, bullies, him being bullied in high school, beat up a lot. and. Um, you know, I know you had the, the comment about him taking the higher road and, um, you know, figuring out a way to, you know, make amends with, with Will after this. But I'm wondering if, you know, this brought up a lot of trauma for him and if that's actually going to impact his response more so than him trying to be the, the bigger person. He had a whole show about it. All right. Hey, Jonathan, hey, can I say my two cents about Go ahead. this situation? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I'm quite disappointed, to be honest with you, with the Academy, because I I was reading earlier today that they were, or yesterday, that they were split on a decision. And I honestly believe that they probably were going to take away the Oscar, but they've just come up with this conclusion just to ban it for 10 years, right? What he did was was shameful. I, I don't think the joke was hurtful. I don't think it was terrible. I think if we went back to Eddie Murphy's Raw and all these other things and Paul Mooney and Richard Pryor, they said 10 times worse of things. Um, for, Will, for, for Will Smith, it's just ego, ego, ego. And his wife, Jada, she didn't help. And I predict some divorce happening down the line. I wonder if he smacked Augustus or whoever that guy who slept with his openly marriage relationship. I wonder if he smacked that guy. I doubt it. It's just a shame because. Yeah, it, but so be wait, honest, one second. I, I, the question. So you're advocating that his Oscar get taken, correct? Yes. It should so, be wait, wait, so, so wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait, wait. So there's actors that have won their award that have gotten accused of child molestation, uh, rape, all kinds of stuff. Uh, but his or uh, his award should be taken, correct? Even well, no one has ever had an award taken but one person. And it was for I well I forget what the reasons for. Um, anyone know? It was because the, it was a documentary film that was shown too early, and it, so it violated the academy. It violated rules. the academy. exactly. So wait, wait one second, one second, one, one second. And so you're 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 now advocating that he loses award because Look, even, I'm, even I'm though saying, wait because no because the work was done before the slap. Yeah. Okay. okay. But Jonathan, I'm focusing on what <laughs> That's happened. A good Look, point. put it this way. Put it this way, right? I wonder if. If he would have been awarded that best man Oscar, would that, and then, and then afterwards, Chris Rock said that joke, would he reacted the way he did? I don't know. Maybe his mind would be in a different place. As you said, emotions. How many of us can truly hold up our hands and say we can control Jerry, our emotions? Jerry said emotion. Jerry said that. Right. Oh, sorry, sorry. Jerry Nobody said it, right? But it would have been great if he, if it was, I, I'm going to put my, my, 
my feelings in his position. If that was me, I would check him behind. Hey, Peter, I got a question. I got a, I got a question, Peter. How can you say if that was you? And, And like, like, it's interesting when people say something like that. If that was me. So if that was you, there was Will Smith, there was that, that, that's got, done all those things. You can yeah. actually mentally put yourself there. Come no, on, Peter. No, you can't. Of course you can't. You're right. You're right. You're right. Let me just pull that one back. I'll Thank you. I appreciate it. So, oh, Peter, what happened? Peter, Peter, let me ask something. Yeah. So what happens if you say something dumb right now and I slap the shit out of you? <laughs> That's I would probably, I'd probably hunt you down and. Uh, wait, wait, who, who, who keeps doing that little? Wait, who keeps doing that little Adley right there while, while two people are talking? Who is that? I've got my parachute on, Jerry. It's Allie. Oh, you, you're going to need it today for real. You're going to need a, a couple right, of them today. I got, it, I got it. Okay, thank you. Go ahead, Peter. Land, land your plane, brother. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll land it on this. Look, I don't think we're all going to come to any agreement, but I just say, I just think it sets a bad precedent to just, to, you know, ban this guy for ten years. He should just be. Um, the Oscar should be taken. You know what, Peter? If there's anybody that's been, ever been to any movie sets, and I think um, I think Bobby said he has. I, I've been to several of them. I, I I was at um, I stayed in Miami for about a year while they were shooting Charlie's Angels, and I was on a set every single day of Charlie's Angels. Um, yes, and I'm gonna tell you something. Bobby will say this. It's times on sets that people get in the fights. I bet. You know, pe- people argue, crew member disrespecting, saying all kinds of words, crazy stuff to him, more than a slap. So where does it stop as far as like, oh, shit, they got into a fight at a set. He won an Oscar. Just, Who is that? Can I say one thing, Jerry? One quick thing. Is that Ali again? Keep buttoning in? Yeah. It's a, yeah. a quick thing. You know, Ali, <laughs> Ali. I used my plane. <laughs> Ali, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Ali. No, no, no. One second. I'm, I'm getting emotional. P- oh, my God. Peter wants to get emotional. What do you mean you getting emotional, Peter? You want to get slapped? <laughs> no, no, Ali. Ali, I'll tell you what. Ali, I'll tell you what, you, you know how when, you, on, when you, you watch those movies when people are on death row and they say you're going to get your last meal? Yeah, man, walking. Yeah, so, so Ali, I'm going to let you get your last moment in the mic, so go ahead, use it wisely. Go ahead. Where's Ali at? Somebody moved? She jumped out the plane, bro. Somebody, wait, wait, who said I scared her? Who said I scared her? Who moved her? How did I scare her? She's still on the. She's still on the. Uh, Ali is a regular. She's still on the. Uh, I, I'm at, Hey, Luis, I'm gonna have to do my mod class tomorrow, Luis, and and teach people how to t- how to conduct themselves on stage like Ali because that's just ridiculous the way she acts. But anyway, Peter, land your plane, bro. Peter. Um. Yes. Yes. So look, at the end of the day, it's happened, and I hope he learns a powerful lesson from it. But I'm gonna put a prediction out there. I I I envision uh, Jada and Will splitting and a new documentary coming out. Called the Black Table, and Will will present it. He'll oh uh, be at that Jesus table with, with Chris Rock. <laughs> hey, but- hey, hey, Jonathan, where's that sound? You, you don't have the sound. That, 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 oh, you should have told me about that. I want, 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 I, hold on, I'll, I'll put it up there because he definitely need that. <laughs> yeah, but but Jerry, I, I'll, I'll put it this way. Right. And I something happened during the um, BLM um, protest. Uh, I, I actually slapped someone. I'm not proud of it, but. Um, repeat that, Jonathan, in case you know, somebody didn't hear you. Know in case somebody didn't hear you, repeat that. You did what? I was just gonna say, can you go rewind and start that sentence over again, Jonathan? Please. I, I somehow, but once again, hold on. I, I I understood the moment. I actually had to do it to save my life. Okay, so tell so tell us all about it, please. It. No, that, that's another day. I, I actually had to do it to save my life, but I felt like I was in danger if I didn't slap the person. So, uh, and I, I had to. 
slap somebody to save your life. You had to slap this is, somebody. This is I mean, juicy. This was- Jonathan, let's let's hear about the story. Let's let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, real quick, <laughs> real quick, because I shouldn't have said. <laughs> I, I was uh, actually in my office. Me and my uh, uh, partner, we were watching the riots. They had New York riots. They had DC riots. We're in Jersey, and uh, they had Philadelphia riots. And we we're like, "Yo, which way? Where do you want to go? Let's do. Let's go check something out." And uh, so uh, I said, "Let's go to New York. It's like an hour and a half away." He goes, "No, nah, let's not." Nah. I said, "Philly's like twenty minutes away." He goes, "No, nah, let's go to DC." So we went to DC. Uh, before we went, he went. He went and grabbed his photographer gear. And his gear was like all black, uh, like he was a special force thing. And I had on khakis and a blue shirt. And uh, and we were out there, uh, and uh, they were, uh, I guess they were they, they, right in front of the White House by Lafayette Park. Uh, and uh, they had the fence up, and all the troops were out there. And uh, someone came over, and they walked up. And uh, as we were going up, they said, uh, these guys came up to us and said, yo, you guys are police. Okay, our feds. So I looked at him. I said this very, I, I said this line that I, I heard when I was a kid that scared the hell out of me. And I use it in, in situations. And I said it to the guy and the guy got offended and he walked away. And so I, I thought that was the end of it. And that was the end of it with those guys. But as we were out there, uh, just my, my buddy was taking pictures. Uh, and uh, next thing you know, this big grenade thing came. Uh, right at us because uh, and it landed right in front of us. Not like holy shit. And I called my friend. I told him to move out the way, and he moved just in time and blew up. And so we were like, damn, they don't know how to throw. Or they 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 don't know how to throw. Come to find out, we I realized they actually threw it at us. Wait, bro, 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 hold up, bro, don't that. Like, I, I, I want to finish this up because I want I want to finish this up because someone I shouldn't have said this. But anyway, uh, um, that's when another gentleman came up to me and said to me, "Yo, you two guys are feds." And this time there was like seven people around and i looked at him because once again there were no police there were a whole bunch of police they were behind that fence like the national guards or whatever and there were police around the corner but in that crowd there was no one that would be able to get there to help us so i, I and i looked at him and it and it was standing there and it looked like this reporter guy was standing there too so i looked at him and i immediately said what i said to the other guy and i'll tell you what i said i used to fuck punks like you when i was in prison yeah, I used to say that. So I say that. That scares the like, like you. Like the hell. So wait, what did you say? My earphones so wait, popped sec- out. Say it again. One second, bro. Hold on, bro. Brian. I mean, uh, you, bro, you're gonna have to respect the stage. So dude was offended that I said that to him, and, and it was meant to offend because if I was a cop, I wouldn't say some shit like that to him. So he's like, "What the hell you say? What the hell you say?" And so he pulled out a knife. Okay, like he wanted to stab me, and I couldn't back down, and because they thought we were feds, and so I stood my ground. And I continued to stand my ground. And finally, some people came in and they broke it up. And they're like, yo, you guys are agitators. Remember, all we were doing was standing there taking pictures. So um, the, the, scene, the guy I thought was from the television show was standing there. One guy looked at him and said, see what happened? You told everyone these guys were cops. And that's when I turned and looked at that guy and I slapped him. Okay, and I did that because once again, we were surrounded by a whole bunch of people that thought we were undercover police officers. Okay, in a bad situation where they were looking to jump on us. Okay, and that's why. So once again, I, I lost my cool, but I think I had to do that. It was strategic in order to get out of that situation. No, Jonathan, but I that was serious. I didn't. My earphone ha- ha- fell out when you said. What was the words that you said to those guys? I I, I didn't get. I didn't catch it. <laughs> I used Born. to fuck punks like you when <laughs> okay, I was in prison. <laughs> I knew you was an awful. That, 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 that was a movie line. It was the most scariest line I ever heard <laughs> in my life. And so I, we, we, we used to say it as a joke to each other. 
And so when people hear it for the first time, it shocks the hell out of them. And so we used to say that. So I said that to them. What movie, bro? Jeez. It's a good line. It's a good line. It's a great fucking line. line. It's a great line. It's a great line. So that that's what happened. Uh, yo. Jonathan, Jonathan's an op. You just you 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 Jonathan just hurt my feelings, y'all. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, you. Now I just want to get it over with because I'm not comfortable telling that story. Really, I'm truly not, and I should have told it. But hey, once again, I, I was just saying that. <laughs> I knew you was an op. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but and, and it was because I left from the office with uh, my work clothes. I had well, not work. I had khakis, a blue button down shirt, you know, and uh, some uh, you know uh, loafers. And I, we weren't out there. We were just going out to be nosy. And he put on. He stopped. He had put on his black stuff. And he had a press badge that actually looked like a federal ID of some sort uh, on him. And so we were getting a lot of uh, grief because they really thought that we were federal agents out there. And so uh, it was all those things, and we put ourselves in a bad situation. And that's the only way I could have seen to get myself out. So, hey, so I just want to throw up there something, guys, really you quick. And tackled, right? You know, you could have been arrested and tackled for doing that, and you weren't. Right? Whether you say you were standing not, well, No, 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 no. There were no cops there. You know, they're, they're, they're actually, the National Guard were uh, there, there, but they were behind a big, they, erect, they erected a big black uh, <laughs> long fence with like really small spokes and uh, like uh, uh, the cut off Lafayette Park. They were, so they were behind. And so they, they were behind that fence. And because what they did was they started shooting um, little pepper balls. Uh, at, at everyone, uh, at at everyone, because we were all getting hit by the pepper balls. But I was just there to observe, you know. Well, let's and just say this, Jonathan. I'm glad that nothing happened to you because something severely wrong could have happened. And as much shit as I give you, hey, good thing you're still here today. Appreciate that. Well, tomorrow, Jonathan and I will be doing a room uh, at about 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Y'all might want to come in that room and y'all hear some stuff that you've never heard Jonathan and I talk about. The title of that room is titled, If I Made It Out the Hood, You Can Too. And I'm not being funny, I'm being serious. So, yeah. So, welcome to Debate the News, everybody. Uh, once again, where are we at, Mr. Jonathan Bing? Did you land, my brother? Absolutely, Barry. I think we need to go ahead uh, because uh, we want to talk about these soldiers, man. We want to talk about what's going on over in Ukraine. I mean, I think everyone's Will Smith out. You guys agree? Uh, yay, nay? Are you guys yes, want some Will yay, Smith? Yay, yay. I yay. can talk about Will more. Uh, one uh, more uh, thing, if it's okay. Yes, go ahead, bro. It's going to cost you. Go ahead, though. <laughs> what's going on, Jerry Jonathan? It's your boy, Ice. I just want to say one thing. You know, they interviewed Fat Joe on one of those TMZ or something. They asked him, was it a good or bad thing? And I had to agree with him, man. You know, this is really bad because we want to be respected. We want everyone to respect us as black men, police, each other. And to see a black man slap another black man is very disturbing. And I don't think 10 years is enough punishment. He should be hurt financially and, and it should be taken away. We cannot go around disrespecting each other and expecting the rest of the world to show us the utmost respect. It was a bad move, bro. I land. Can I just oh, say I something real quick about Will Smith? Is that, the, is, that, is, that, is that the guard? Yeah, this is the guard. Go Pete. ahead, brother. Um, Will Smith is one of the highest paid actors of all time. Will Smith is worth $350 million. Compared to Denzel Washington, who's another one of the highest and greatest actors of all time, who's worth $250 million. Will Smith can pivot. He can do something different. He, and his wife got $100 million, $100 million in real estate. It, Will Smith is going to be perfectly fine. I don't think that this is going to affect him too much besides his acting career. 
with that, I say peace. I don't think it's going to affect that, bro. I think it's going to no. actually enhance it. I, I think, Jerry, I think, Jerry, I'm I, with you, buddy. Yeah, I think because this happened, it's like, shit, I can see every director saying, do you guys understand what's going to happen? Especially if they make an action movie. And 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 don't sleep, don't, hey, don't sleep on it if they put, uh, have, uh, put on, uh, what's your boy? Yeah, Chris Rock in it. What if they make a bad boys, a new bad boy? They, and they, put, put, him- that, they put that on hold. They, they, bad, boy, bad boy four was going into production and they put it on hold. Uh, there you go. There you go. Real quick, Jerry, Jonathan, just, wa- just want to shout out Lex Friedman in the audience. Lex, if you're down there, um, we'd love to, to come up and, and uh, talk with us about this stuff. Ten, ten sure. years is really ooh, bad, ooh, man. Ooh. That band, like, it's the Oscars. It's not just the Oscars. It's all the events that the Academy sanctions. It's online. It's You have to understand, like, the Oscars is such a high-profile event for publicity. For you to be banned from that and then networking, you have the best film people in the world, and you oh, can't come even on. go. Everyone knows who he is yeah. already. He yeah. doesn't yeah, need this that. But everybody knew Louis C.K. Bobby, 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 I understand this is your space, and uh, you've been in the film industry for a long time, but Will Smith is a guy that can pivot. What I mean by that is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but he is a director, right? No, he's so not a director. he took his face off the actual screen, he can put out a movie oh, he's a, a producer perspective that does well and producer or whatever yeah but he's got to get a distribution contract that takes his face off i think that if he wanted to i think with, with his with money he has and the people that he's doing and the relationship he's built with the people that stand by him i think he'll be okay and also too wait wait is, Bo- is Bo- wait, hey brother is, is bobby thinking it because of that slap that he's not going to be able to do an- another big movie is that, is that yeah. what bobby's thinking exactly well not for a while the industry is going to Go ahead, oh, go ahead. oh, heck so, no. Not, not for a slap? Hell no. For a slap? He's banned for 10 years. Well, it's a black No, no, no. He's banned. So he's banned. He's banned. Twice as bad. He's banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Know, Bro, are you kidding? Of course. Profile. Not as soon as they say the Will Smith is in a movie, everybody's going to go see it. You better believe it. Guaranteed. Yeah, but you, you, you know what? And Tom Cruise produced his own films, The Mission Impossible. Right. Will Smith the, has his own money to you. do it. Right. Right. Hey, one second. One second. Hey, one second, y'all. Too many people. Y'all, y'all got to respect when people are talking and stop jumping in. And I'm talking to the moderators, too. It's got to be one at a time. So listen, though. Listen, go ahead, go ahead, Brian. No, I, I think Will Smith's got a great career ahead of him. I think, you know, honestly, I think he's got to do something with Jada. Uh, I think that's probably a toxic situation for him. You know, the more I looked at their history, and, there's, you know, there's a ton of it online, man, she's been difficult for a long time with him, and she's been not so respectful to him in public. I can only imagine in private. So, you know, I, you know, I think he needs to address their situation get that settled one way or another and then he, he'll be fine this guy this guy's so talented he it was out of character for him uh i think that was yeah, because you know it's, you know, you know it's interesting you know it's interesting too brian C- coming off of coming off of COVID, you know the box office has not been act- at the box office it used to be so to have something like that happen i know there's a producer out there saying oh my god we do a movie will smith it will be a it will be incredible it's about money that slap was not enough to stop his career. It's not like he said something verbal against another person, something racial or something wrong like that. It was a slap that somebody can say, oh, it was over his wife's condition. It's just a little yeah, different. Yeah, I, there, I there, are certain, there are certain things you can't recover from. You know, if he touched uh, a minor inappropriately, if he, did, he didn't do any of that. This is, you know, guy, guy to guy. I mean, Chris Chris Rock, you know, wasn't an angel in this. I think, I think, uh, 
uh, Will crossed the line, but but he he gets uh, almost 100% recovery and, and not too distant future. Exactly. Is there anybody else want to jump in? If so, if, go, go ahead, Tenji. Tenji, meet me. Okay, one, just just one second. I promise. I, I promise. I'm going to go to you after after Tenji. Tenji, go go. No, Tenji, go Tenji. Yeah. I, I think that slap is what, what the Oscars gave him basically was a slap on the wrist. And as far as him doing anything, they're probably just going to tell him to chill out for a while. You're not going to see him do a movie or anything for probably for about two, three years. Because the thing about it, his bank, like everybody, when you produce a movie and you come out with a movie, you want it to be Oscar worthy. That's the number one thing for them. And he's not going to get that buzz for an Oscar or anything like that. Of course, there's going to be publicity behind it, but it also could be negative publicity as well. So a lot of them are not going to take the chance. And I think, you know, as great as Will is, he has those big relationships with a lot of He's grossed almost $7 billion in movie ticket sales for for Hollywood. So they know, you know, they know his character. They're gonna stand by him. And they're just gonna, no, it's gonna be- They're gonna stand by the money. They're gonna stand by the money. It's the money, but it's him too. Oh, it's he is the, money. He okay. is the money. Wait, one second, one, one second, Brian. I, 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 one second, Brian. I'm sorry, no, I just wanna do a quick reset really quick. Um, I wanna welcome everybody once again to Debate the News. Appreciate everybody for coming in, but listen, these rooms was getting spicy lately. I want to remind everybody in case you forgot or for the newbies in the room, Debate the News is an actual podcast now. Every episode that we've done, the one we did yesterday was spicy. The one last week, the one two weeks ago, the one three weeks ago. Every one of those episodes you can catch at DebateTheNews.com or on your favorite channel or your favorite podcast station with Spotify, Apple, whatever it is. Go there. Matter of fact, you guys can just click on the link right now. Y'all can click on this link. We are no longer leaving our rooms up on this platform. Therefore, you cannot come here and get any replays. You will have to go to debatethenews.com. Do us a favor and do yourself a favor. Go to every one of them and subscribe and download them. And if you go to the one from last Wednesday, and if you go to one from three weeks ago on a Thursday, three weeks ago on a Thursday, y'all going to hear a side of Jonathan and all the crew that y'all is going to blow your mind. So once again, everybody, welcome to Debate the News. I am your host, Mr. Jerry Malcolm, along with my brother, Mr. Jonathan Bing. He is in the building. Let's get this money. There was a lady that jumped in. What is your name, miss, so I can go to you? Annie. 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 Hi. Hi, uh, Annie. This is personally, but my, uh, my thought about uh, her is she is just toxic about, just toxic. And uh, his a uh, biographic uh, book no one wanted uh, to do a film anymore uh, netflix uh, nobody so there is no money for him and of course will smith is will smith so he will be fine but you know you, you you said netflix or nobody wants to do a film with him i, I, I don't I, know if so that I'm will be talking about his book his biography. His biography. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I Annie, I, I appreciate I appreciate your input on that, Annie. But you know what? We're gonna have to see what happens in the next year, two years, because you know how it is. They say I almost said sex sells in Hollywood. They say sex sells violence. You know how it is. Contra <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just keeping it real. Sex. One second. One second, Brian. Just one second. So he will be fine. Right, but you know how they say certain things sell, 
So things like this is just another thing to talk about. I mean, it's getting boring. It's but getting right boring. now, Netflix and Play or so many else platform don't want to do a film about his biographic book. Okay, bye. I got you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Andy. Is there somebody else on this stage that's not moderated? Once again, everybody, you guys are sending me these messages, and I keep giving y'all opportunity to get, get in. You got to jump in. Hey, Jerry, this is while the I'm water's jumping, David. I'm jumping. What, what, what's your, what? I'm sorry. What's your name? Uh, this is Lorna. David speaking, Jerry. Sorry. Well, let me go. To, let me go to Lorna. Then I'm gonna go to you, David. Hey, Lorna, Jerry, I, see, I, I see you. I, I see. I see you over there dripping. So go on and <laughs> go on and get it wet for us. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Well, I'm talking. Well, get, you, you better get your mind off the gutter, miss. No, I didn't say nothing. Oh, you said whoa. That's not edgy. Okay, uh, but I will say about Will. All the focus is on the slap. For me, the slap was just as edgy as any other joke. It was the remarks that took it over the top. It was him disrupting the show with the remarks that took it over the top. And that was the part that he could have thought about. Because the slap for me could have just been a part of the show. It could have just, it could have been made a part of the show. Lorna, so, you know, so funny. Lorna, that's a great point. And we were talking about that on the on day one. I don't I, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a guesstimate and I will say eighty percent of the people in this room would have thought it was fake if he wouldn't have did that outburst. It, it was fake. See, and and it'd be even more thinking it was fake if he wouldn't have did that outburst. That outburst is what sealed it. And that outburst it's almost like that did, that didn't look like acting. He was that was a man with anger. Ladies on the stage, stop doing this to these men, ladies. Y'all know how to y'all know how to push our buttons, ladies, ladies. The Barbara Majeskis, the Barbara Majeskis, the Terras, the 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 Angels, the the, the the Daphnes. Y'all know how to push our buttons, and y'all sure do it. Okay, that's a perfect example. It has nothing to do with black, white, brown. It has to do with the female. I'm just kidding, ladies. Barbara's like, okay, Jerry, I'm about to block your damn number. I'm just I'm just kidding, y'all. Okay, anybody else? Okay, there was somebody else that Jerry, jumped in. David speaking. Uh, What's up, David? So this David is my speaking. take on it, right? Like, I honestly, I haven't watched the Academy Awards for the past five years or even 10 years. But, you know, I know somebody else was saying that, like, you know, as far as how Will Smith's uh, movie career is going to go, whether or not that's going to affect him, you know, being in another movie. For one, I, I definitely can't see it affecting his movie career. Like, you know, like somebody else said, there's probably a director out there just waiting to get him on screen but two like i'll probably say that i will see another will smith movie you know or you know go over and watch like Pre fresh prince of bel-air or whatever like you know probably quite a few times like even irobot i've been thinking about watching it you know with all this technology uh okay got you got you okay and, um you know maybe pinky the brain got will you smith is going to be very relevant i don't know that the academy awards is going to be as relevant as will smith is going to be like you know with what he's been doing in the movie industry like whether academy award wants him there or not like you know i think he's just too big for you know for academy awards to make so any Dave, effect Dave. on his career David, you think he got like, how much bigger do you think he got with that smack, well, David? Well, I mean, I'm sure it didn't hurt him as far as like publicity, but you know, I'm still, you know, interested to watch his movies if he's, you know, going to be banned there for the next 10 years or not. Cause honestly, I don't know that I was planning to watch it next year, to be quite honest. Yeah. And the ratings are going to be off the, off the chain even for that. But I appreciate you to my brother, Malika, Malika. 
Malika, Malika Star. You, are you? You? She about that life. Go ahead, Star. Are you the star. Let, let me go and mute my mic for you, Miss. I'm, I just want to d- put all theories on the table, right? So Will laughed at the joke, and then, like he said, his woman. So women, we have power because all his wife did was cut her eye. She didn't say go get him, baby. She was like, she didn't say you gonna let him talk to me like that. She didn't say all she did was look at him, and he got up and realized it would not be a good night for him at home in that bedroom after all of that. So, oh, she's talking about, so that's what that was about? That's what it was about, the bedroom later on? Okay. I'm I'm just, I can just only imagine, you know, with them, you know, their marriage being in the spotlight so much, it's got to be as a man. and, And maybe you can answer this as a, as a man, from a man's perspective, how humiliating. Why did you hesitate? Why did you hesitate? (laughs) Wait, wait wait a minute. That your wife slept with somebody half your age. But Malika, what about this? Malika, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you know this part about the conversations has been, has been trending or not trending. I shouldn't use that word. The, the, the gossip that's been in the industry for years about them. They have a different type of marriage where it's almost Mm -hmm. like, I don't care what you do. Um, a man to man, a well, apparently woman, he cares about her right. because, you know, I mean, it wasn't insulting. I felt it to be insulting only because she's going through the alopecia. But then she was all over Instagram a week before that, where a table talk saying she's learned to deal with her hair and she doesn't care about anybody's that's, opinion. That's not all she was yet all somebody over. cracks a joke. Wait, wait, Brian, you got you got to let her land, brother. <laughs> Girl, yet but- someone cracks a joke and she found it humiliated. Chris Rock was doing his job. You know what I'm saying? Like he was cracking a joke about your hair that you said you don't care what people think about it. So in my part, yeah, it was tactless in that she is going through and she has been very vocal about the alopecia. And but in your part, what? In your hair. part, what? In your part, what? Um, well, in a way, I kind of understood where Will was coming from, although it was unnecessary. And I don't, and I'm, I'm in agreements that I don't think the academy will be able to stop Will from growing or glowing or anything right. because that- he was going and glowing before he got the Oscar. Thank, th- thank you, thank you, Malik. I, I appreciate your input. But I'm gonna say something, to everybody, really quick. There, there is a certain um, um, segment of men out there, or, or certain men that have a completely different personality trait, and they're just built a little different than you know other men. I'm talking about I'm saying Will Smith's a man, so just bear with me. Don't want to say nothing wrong. So some people are a little bit more passive. Some people are a little bit more um, turn the other cheek. And some people don't play. And it's hard for somebody to understand. I'm not saying Will Smith is that type what people refer to as about that life. I'm not saying that. But so it's hard for a lot of women to understand how a man would act if something they feel disrespected. Because a lot of people say, oh, he overreacted. Well, overreacted from your compass, from your yardstick. But for him, based on his emotions, you know, he probably didn't overreact. I'm just saying. Just have to throw that out there. Jerry, the only reason to use physical force out. is I, I against physical force. Oh, the, the only the, wait, the only reason you use physical force, but that 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 depends who you're talking to because somebody. So I once had a guy. This this is one of the things that got me made me understand. I had to get into really learning how to really fight in real life and not just think I know how to fight because I had a couple fights in high school. But I was talking to a guy and I was arguing with him. No, he said something to me and I walked away. I did what I was supposed to do. I walked away. When I walked away, 
I can remember like, like it was yesterday. I was in front of the pancake house. So it was a thin sidewalk. I walked right away from him. When I walked away, all of a sudden, I thought I got hit in the head with a board. All I saw was lights. The guy cold cocked me, hit me in the back of the head because I walked away to avoid the trouble. Right? So there was no, there was, there was no engagement. So what should I did? So you know what I learned later? You know what I learned later? It's it okay. I won't go into all that. But the bottom line is this. So, you know, you, sometimes you can do the right thing and still get clocked by somebody. There was no force. I walked away and still got clocked. So the only time to use force is against force. Or how about the only time to use force is when there's possibility of implied force or the thought of force coming at you. That's like saying the only re- reason to shoot back at somebody if they're shooting at you. That's a whole nother room. Jerry, if, if, if that's reasonable that you're they're in your face and they're about ready to punch, I'm not saying, right, people, if it's reasonable to think you're about ready to be uh, violated. But the point is when he was, when Chris Rock was talking, there was no reason. So it was simply words that upset him. And now yeah, that's when, when people say that's too much, that's when I'm saying, yeah, that's You know too what, much. Todd, in, 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 a, yeah. in a real life, my brother, that sounds really good, you know, in, in, in debate the news, and I hear you. But if, 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 if we can bottle and sell that where people don't smack people, punch people, stab people, shoot people, kick people, run over people because of words. If we can bottle and sell that, you let me know, my brother, and we will patent that. One, 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 one second, Brian. If we can bottle and sell that, words have brought down dynasties. Just words. Saying something on the stage. Okay, go ahead, Brian. There was a lot oh, bottled up in Will Smith. That had nothing to do with Chris Rock. This okay, one, one, one second, O'Brien. Brian, Brian, just one second. I'm gonna come back to you for one second. David, David, did you, David, did you agree yeah, with my point? Yeah, man. Sometimes, just like you say, we gotta let things breathe. Sometimes, some of you, everybody that wants to jump in real quick, like, good point, Jerry. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, sometimes you gotta, you gotta just pick up on the last point, especially if the point I'm not was dropped about off Brian from somebody either, else. Like, I, I agree with most of the stuff Brian says. I'm just saying. You know, I'm going to go back to Todd for one second, though. But but, but Todd, my brother, are you there, Todd? Yeah, I'm here right here. Oh, he didn't sound like he lost his best friend. I'm sorry, Todd. I was going to say to that guy, I know he wasn't talking to me, but Jerry, yeah, you know I'm right here. I'm listening. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, but that's all I'm saying, bro. You know, words, they say sticks and stones can break my bones, but that's not true, man. Words, words sometimes scar you know, like it's just like in relationships. People, people would say, you know, abuse to a woman is 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 physical. Oh, I didn't hit her, bro. But you've been cussing her out every damn day. That physical, I mean, that that um that verbal abuse can sometimes cut more than I, I get, than, than I get smack. it, Jerry. You wanted me to build with you a little bit, and I'll just add on to that. Wait, wait. Right? Listen, okay. It says that the powers of the the power of life and death is in the tongue, and and so people have to understand that. The, the emphasis that Jerry is saying about words, words do a lot more damage than you think. You can speak life over people. You can, if you, those of you that believe in manifestation, it all starts with thoughts and words, right? So you're absolutely right, Jerry. Words are very powerful and you never know what someone else is going through. How many times has somebody said something to, to, to one of you in the stage and you'd be like, I can't believe, I, I rock with yeah. you, but I can't believe you just said that to me. It's been times where I said to somebody, I wish you would have smacked me instead of saying what you just said, because you can't take that back, because now you let me know where your heart is. As crazy as it sounds, sometimes somebody can get emotional. I'm not agreeing with punching, but sometimes somebody can get emotional and slap you, and you know those emotions, they kind of lost it for a second. 
But the words sometimes somebody say, and they say it four or five for like four or five minutes of saying some words, that's their heart. They're letting you know how they really feel. And that can't be taken From back, y'all. the abundance y'all. of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, ladies, stop stop verbally abusing y'all boyfriends and husbands. Stop that. I'm trying to make the world better. I'm just stop kidding. It, Is there anybody else who want to? Okay, Mr. Mr. Sean, can I say something, please? Sean, go ahead, Sean. Hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Yeah, this is Sean from London. Yeah, just from my perspective, well, I, I was thinking that when um, Jada rolled her eyes um, at the joke, which was a, a really naff joke, I, I felt that she did that because it was like, oh, here we go again, pick on Jada time, and not specifically because of what he actually said about yeah. the GI joke. That's how I felt, right? Um, and it was sad to see the slap. Um, I really don't think that the band's going to have any impact. And I do feel like someone was saying that the next film he does is going to be a mega, a mega hit, big blockbuster. When he gets back to the Oscar 10 years time, he'd receive another standing ovation. Everyone will be super excited. But a lesson had to be learned that, you know, assault is not okay. And, you know, people have to keep their hands to themselves. And wrong is wrong, even if it is Will Smith. And Sean, uh, Sean, you, Sean, you know how people, how people, someone will get sentenced to like maybe... 15 years in jail and then they'll let them out early you know like you know half the time or whatever i think it'd be if they do something for the oscars and they let them back early and i, I could see them doing something big like let's say will smith does do a movie right and they say three three years from now whatever big movies and it's a success i think they will pop consider even lifting that band if it's a way they can bring him and chris rock back together and for ratings and whatnot. I don't know. It's just in Hollywood, it's all about money. We'll see what happens. Anybody else want to jump in? Thank you for Sean all the way from London. I'd like to jump in if I could. This is Tracy, Tracy with the red background. Hi, Jerry. What's good, Tracy, with the red background? Hey, everything is everything. I see you got hungryforgreatness.net. There you go. Upcoming event, April 18th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Y'all give her some love and follow her really quick because she came in sounding all humble and like a real cool person. Well, thank you for that, Jerry. And yes, I will be. Hey, hey Tracy, you see that thing say give money? I'm sorry? You, you said thank you. Can you, can you, when you say thank you, does that mean you appreciate what I just said? Is that why you said thank you? I appreciate what you just said. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Can, can, can you give me an example of how much you appreciate what I just said? They're like, follow him. Follow John. No, hold on, David. David, let me build. Come on, bro. Let me build. Jonathan, Jonathan, talk, Jonathan, talk to your people. I'm talking about that give money. I'm just kidding. Tracy, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tracy. Jump in. Okay. So like a couple of people said earlier, um, I, I too think that Will was perfectly fine with that joke until he looked at Jada. You know, I this might sound really crazy, but I think Will is still trying to compete with Tupac. Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> Damn, Tracy! What the? Did you say... Wait, 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 Tracy. So do you think Tupac is alive on an uh, on a, on a, uh, island somewhere with Biggie? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, but Jada has said that Tupac is the best, was the best she's ever had. I mean, Will yeah. was laughing. Wait, Will did she was, say no, that? Not, did she? That's not did accurate. Don't do my man like that. Wait, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. Did she say that while they were married? Yeah. She has said that while they were married. Okay, see, I'm getting some new data now. Hold up a second. No. If, da- if, if, okay, I'm getting some new data. 
I'm sorry. If it, if that's, she, that's off, Jerry. I'm sorry, man. That, she, she's inaccurate. Like, first of all, Will and, Will, Jada has always said her and Tupac was never together. Like, they were great friends. He wanted to be where he confessed his love with her on several occasions, but they were never together. Okay. After he passed, we we don't buy that, do we? One, 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 come on, Brian. One second, brother. Okay. Let, let, one second, y'all. Everybody, come on. I, I I'm trying to build with this dude. Go ahead, bro. My thing is, she's. We can't go off what we think. We got to go off what she says. She says they never had a relationship. She did have love letters from Tupac, but they never were a relationship. Tupac did confess his love on several occasions. And let me just tell you, I do kind of believe that he's like in Will. Sh I mean, Will Smith. Sh I mean, Tupac's shadow because. Tupac is the greatest of all time, man. Like, he's a legend in my book, but, you know, I don't, he, you can't say that this woman slept with this man and she's telling everybody they didn't. They were just had a close relationship. She also said that they kissed once and it was disgusting because she felt like he was her brother. And he oh felt the same back. Yeah, wow. she said it. She, she had her daughter. I don't know. She had her daughter write a love letter. Red table talk. Get the talk. link. She's, she had her daughter. Write a letter to Tupac, a love letter to Tupac. Can you imagine having your your daughter with a man write a love letter to your former friend? In quotation marks. How did she have her it, daughter it, it, write a write a like like, like do we? Hold on a second. To, okay. You know how long ago Tupac died? Tupac died that's, probably years before her, her, her daughter was even of, of age to write a letter. And the mother yeah. told the daughter he was so great. And the daughter, that you can read the letter. It's on Google. But Brian, you just said she had her, she had her daughter. The way you, so, so that, that, that's like. She died in 96. So you just said she had her daughter. So that's yeah, like. That's right. It, that's right. Absolutely. When did Tupac die? It, it, okay, it, hold on a second. Okay, okay, okay. Jerry, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat of a historian here. And what I mean is, in 99, yeah, I did a movie that was tributed to Tupac. But everybody knows the history of Yeah, Jada has always said it was platonic. And she even said you can, you can see all sorts of things. But about the letter that Brian's referring to is... Right. People are speculating. Why did she must have heard her mom talking about Tupac? Because if you read how the letter, if this is a real letter and it's on TMZ, we don't even know. People are saying, is this legitimate? Why would this girl she didn't even know? She just heard her mom talk about this guy, this artist. And she wrote a letter like, we wish you were here. My mom misses you. But right. People can read into it. And is it true? And what is it all about? But we're not talking about that. We're talking about did Jada screw Tupac? No, I think Will was more pissed because he's just like, don't right. respect the women I'm with. Not yeah. having nothing I to do think with Tupac. That, I think that I think that they uh, their relationship is is very toxic, and I think that Will is going out of his way to do whatever he can to please Jada because she has emasculated him on so many levels. Having relationships I, I with her children's with that. friends, um, you know, just talking about him in but, public. But isn't 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 emasculating somebody kind of based on if 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 they feel they are like 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 what upsets Jonathan may not upset Storm, or what upset Storm may not upset CB. I mean, we we're we're saying a lot of stuff. We're saying a lot of stuff like we just know what's in their mind. But did you Jerry, see Will walk away after like he slapped 
Chris. Yeah, but after Jerry he said sla- it so many times, they have an open relationship. You're not cheating on somebody in an open relationship. Maybe there should have been some more words with the August Alcina thing, but how many times are they going to say it? Open relationship, how they run their marriage is completely different. Don't hey, brother, you're right. Hey, brother, like I said, I did some work on Men in Black, song number nine. My credits is there. Y'all can look it up. So when I was around Will Smith, you know, you know, for the album release parties and all that type of stuff, you know, I, I knew somebody who was his assistant. And I, I don't really care about all the gossip. I, that industry stuff goes in one ear and out the other ear. And that was like a long time ago, the Men in Black movie, right? Men in Black 1. It broke records, the soundtrack, right? So You worked on that, Jerry? Song number nine, bro. You can pull it up. They, they, they read it at the PTR, showed him all my credits, etc. I was co-producer, co-wrote it, all that. Made a bunch of money. Randy Jackson signed me. Y'all know Randy Jackson from American Idol? Yeah, yeah. But, um... Cause he was he was part of Sony Columbia Music, so I got a little 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 music history I don't talk about, but either way, you know, back then we're talking about Men in Black One, they were talking about that their their you know um, their relationship you know or after that whatever. But bottom line is, I had friends that was friends with him, right? I knew somebody was at their house all the time. It was like a known thing. Am I taking his fact? I didn't see it, but I'm just letting you know. We're talking about it now, but even back then, years ago, it was a known thing that they were like, they called them swingers, like they had open relationships. I'm not going to tell you something else they said. That came out a year after Tupac died, by the way. Yeah, I'm not going to say something else they said, because I'm not going to tell you about somebody else that he was supposedly dating, because I am not about to get caught up with with no gossip on here that I don't have no facts on, but it was somebody else he was supposed to be dating. Y'all be surprised. But I'm not going to say who it was. Wait, 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 wait. The guy that said, but Jerry, well, no, the guy that said, but Jerry, go ahead. Jerry, if you remember uh, recently, Will Smith said he fell in love with a co-star, right? And he had to readjust himself. He said, I knew I felt like, so this is very open, but people talking about the disrespect and stuff like that. And he didn't say it like, Jerry said it like 10 times. It's not disrespect if it's a known thing between the couples. So please stop bringing that in and please stop saying with the relationship she had with Tupac when she's made it clear they were never like that. People run with this stuff and it's just crazy. Yeah, we 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 never know. But I'll tell you this. Somebody said it was a man or a woman. I'm going to let you guess what I was about to say. But uh, go 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 ahead. Uh, somebody said, hey, hey Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, it's CB Davey, man. You know, it. it to really bring it back home to what you said earlier, because that resonated with me. I got some, some, some history with this this situation, man. Uh, unfortunately, with my grandfather, he was a famous jazz musician. His name was Auburn Hare, Auburn Pat Hare. He uh, wrote a, a song. He was signed with Cadillac Records. He uh, played with Muddy Waters, and he he wrote a song called "I'm Gonna Murder My Baby." He was talking about my grandmother, and uh, you know, as as we you know went through the history of this uh, of this story, man, it was about love, man, and, and love will make you do some crazy things. And I bring that back to what. Will said when he got on the stage, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, uh, actions are more powerful than words, but I beg to differ. You know, physically, you know, you can hit somebody and you can cause bodily harm and things of that nature, but words can actually move other people. You said it best, man. Words was the reason why wars and and, and things uh, started back in the day, man. And it's still now. The power of influence with our words can cause people to go from left to right, up and down to stop or, or, or to, to yes, move, sir. you know, uh, endlessly. And I think those words, regardless if they wasn't directly towards him, there was towards something that he still loves. Now, regardless of how their love is, it doesn't matter. The fact is there was something that was there that caused him to, to act in the way he did when Chris Rock did said what he said. 
Those were and and you know you know what else was interesting? Somebody said it wasn't until he looked at looked at um his uh, Jada. What if that was because he looked at Jada That's right. and saw that look on her face? What if it was? I mean, if he loves her and he felt like that really bo- bottom line, it's not about, you know, right right or wrong. It's about how Will felt. You know, he felt that he needed to do what he did. So he slapped the taste buds out of his mouth. So I don't know. I wouldn't have did it. But anybody else want to jump in? Thank you for that, yes. Mr. Dick. Je- Jerry, Jerry, this is Miss Missing. Um, I just want to say this too shall pass. Um. I've been in the industry and I know what goes on. And I just want to say with the Chris Brown and Rihanna situation, I remember someone talking on the radio about, you know, the situation. Chris is done. Chris, Chris Brown, Brown is done. Yeah. No, no, he's not done. He's still, he's still making music. I'm he's talking about that's what they were. You didn't, I'm building with you. You didn't catch it. I'm saying let, let that's me, what they were saying. I was at the Grammys and I was sitting with Rihanna's people and they were telling me that Rihanna wasn't coming because the police was looking for Chris Brown. And all, after all that stuff went on with them, Chris Brown still went in the studio, still made records, still selling records to the to this day. And all I say is this too shall pass. This is Hollywood. It'll pass. Anybody else want to jump in? Thank, thank you, Missy. Missy, You're Missy. Welcome. Thank you, Missy. Bobby. Uh, but 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 one, one, one second before you jump in, Bobby. Um, did we? You know, we're spending so much time on this will thing, you know, but what do y'all think about this? So the soldiers is being left behind. And what do y'all think about? Have you guys been seeing those those images of somebody got a hot mic? Y'all meet your mic, brother or sister. Somebody who are you? Somebody's mic is just humming. Gosh. Okay. Uh, Yes. What do y'all think about that? Have you guys been seeing these pictures and these images and these videos, all these people dying? No, no. Moderators, no. Thank, where, thank, where, where at, Jerry? Where? Y- y- Ukraine, Ukraine. I've seen some of them. Hey, hey, Jonathan, it's John. I sent you, I sent you an article about. Uh, wait, wait, one second. Go, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, John. Go ahead, John. Hey, I sent you an article. Take a look at uh, at the back channel. It's about Putin and the possibility of regime change. He's losing credibility with his own people. Take a look. You gotta, at you gotta send it to Jerry. This is this is Jerry, not Jonathan. I'm I'm the I'm the one that I'm the one the far left that doesn't wear a suit. <laughs> okay, he's the one it. he he he's the one that wears a suit to work all the time. Jonathan, I, Jonathan, I sent it to you. That's correct. But okay, all right, cool. Can you send it to me too? But you don't have to. What, what, what is the article about, bro? What is it about? Well, it's about Putin. Uh, I'll I'll read the headline to you. It says, "Plotters circle Putin." As Ukraine miscalculation torpedoes dream to rule Russian for forever. Okay. So basically you're saying they're going to try regime change? Yeah, I think the other night we were talking about it. I think Grant was on uh, talking about how popular Putin was, like had 80% popularity with the Russian people. And I just wanted to share that there's, you know, open source, a credible reporting showing that uh, that's definitely not the case. But John, I got a question for you. How yeah. do we, how do and I know you're 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 a veteran, is you know decorated. You you've been on missions and what and et cetera. But and and this isn't a, a a knock to call you out, but it's a serious question. How do we know? Because you just said you said Grant said something about eighty percent approval. How do we know what you're saying is accurate too, though? How do we know that? Well, the reason that I brought it up is because it's referenced 
uh, in a, a credible uh, journalistic report. Uh, otherwise, I would be talking out of my rear end. I wouldn't know what I'm talking about. I, I would have no reason to, I would have no facts to back up any kind of assertions that I would make. Okay, so it's looking like, it's looking like he's looking, what do you think about this? John Ledger and I have a bet, 5K. He says that Putin is going to be dead in under three months. So I got about two months before I even, before I have to even pay, either pay or receive. Who said that? John said that Putin would be dead in three months? Yes, John Ledger. What do you think about that, John? Well, I think I was asked the other night. I, I First of all, I wouldn't take that bet. Number two, uh, I think that there's a political death, I think, is definitely possible in the next uh, 90 days. I definitely don't think a physical death. I think the man's too insulated uh, for anybody to harm him physically. I hope so, man. Please. Well, I, well yeah, I shouldn't say it. Well, I, well, I can't wish nobody dead because I don't, I don't know for a fact what's going on over it anyway. I'm just going off what we all read in the news or hearing the news and listen to and debate the news. So is there anybody else who want to jump in? What do y'all think about this? You know, John, how important is it? I don't know if you've seen any of these images of soldiers being left behind. That's that looks kind of scary just seeing these dead soldiers and nobody around it. Is that like propaganda? Yeah, well, I you know, remember we talked Adam and I were on the other night and we talked about the Really, the nature of the Russian uh, uh, leadership is a, a fear-based leadership, and it leads to an undisciplined uh, military force and essentially lawlessness. And so things start to break down, and that's what that's what you're starting to see. And it's it's going to get worse with an undisciplined military force like that. It's going to get worse. That's the that's the reason that you want a well-disciplined and well-trained and well-led military forces, so you do not have uh, war crimes uh, that are these atrocities that you're seeing. And this is not. You know, uh, Anthony Blinken, the secretary of state, said these are not uh, a, this is not a rogue military element action. This is consistent behavior across the entire military organization. So that's that's cause. So you're saying they, they're going to do a Saddam Saddam type trial with this guy? So, somebody said good question, but you, you, you fell away. Somebody said. No, no, you keep saying John. John, you keep saying Jonathan. My name is. Hey, 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 John. My name is. My name is Jerry. Last name Malcolm. Your mic's off, John. John, I'm gonna come back to you in a minute, my brother. You. It sounds like you over there battling with somebody like it's some hand to hand combat, <laughs> and 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 it sounds like you're losing, John. Yeah, okay, I'm using a cat too. My bad. I, I, I doubt. Sound like they choking you out with your with, your with your mic cord. Okay, John. So, so you have no idea on that. That'll be interesting, though. So, what do y'all? What this is crazy, though. Like, gosh, have anybody else on the stage been seeing these images yep. of what's going going on in Ukraine? Anybody new on the stage? You want to jump in, or y'all just y'all content with just looking cute on debate the news? I want to talk. This is Russian soldiers, just to be clear, correct? So they're just disrespecting them and leaving them behind. Yes. Okay. Yes. Anybody else on this stage? I see all y'all coming up when y'all raise your hands. Do y'all want to jump in? Or I, I got to just start calling some of y'all names. Hey, you know, I'm thinking, um, I'm starting to think, like, what if Putin was just did this on the whim? So he gathered all these troops as an exercise on the border. Everybody started talking about it. Because, I mean, this is completely piss, piss poor planning, man. I mean, let's be real here. He just threw those guys in there. I mean, from supplies to ammo, I mean, everything has been short. Those guys are dying out there because of the cold. It just, what if he did it on a whim and had these conscripts on the board for training? How could, 
How could somebody be in power for all these years? Then I forgot about that little okie doke he did where he lost it and got it back or something like that. John, how could somebody be so on the whim, so unorganized? Listen, you talk about the power of words. This guy is probably one of the smartest people ever. <clears throat> if he's really that weak and he had the whole world thinking he was strong. Well, you know, no, there's, so there's no question about it, Jerry, that he's a highly intelligent man. He wouldn't have been in power for 20 years like he's like he's been. I think the, the concern has been is his mental health is declining. That is a concern as well as his physical health. And so there may be some degradation in the man's uh, mental health and his decision making. And the leadership doesn't have the ability to check him. That's the problem. Good. You know what? I never heard that part about his, men, his mental so that so that could be fading in the last several years, but he still has the power. Right. Got gotcha. you. And he's going gotcha. to hold on to it. That's, one, that's, a, that's a worry for them. Yeah, they have a worry that he's mentally. He's, he's, yes. You talking about? Okay, let me go. Let me go to one of these late ladies. Brian, go ahead. But I, I, after you, Brian, I want to jump. Was he talking about Biden? No, we're talking about Putin right now, not Biden. Oh, okay. I know that's your. I know that's your. Brian got this low. Brian got this low key. This low-key thing where he really likes Biden. He loves Biden. But so we're not talking about Biden. Anybody else on the stage that has not had an opportunity to speak? If so, state your name. Hey, hi, hi, Jerry. This is Aries. Um, what I want your, to... Your, uh, your name is Aries? Yes. I know I asked you last time, are you Aries? And you said no. Was That that wasn't you. Anyway, go ahead, Aries. Yeah. Um, what I want to know about that war... So I was, I am wondering if Putin didn't send any signal to Zelensky that say, you know, uh, I'm going to attack your country or something like that. Because I feel like that um, Zelensky, Zelensky didn't, you know, didn't um, protect his country enough. You know, he should have, um, even the very first time the, uh, the um, Russians attacked his country, he should have put you know, a lot of um, um, members, you know, uh, from the from his army, all around the border, so to to uh, prevent uh, the Russians' uh, military to, you know, come to to Ukraine. That's what so, I think. So, Jerry, can I go can ahead, I John? This, go ahead, brother. Um, these remarks. The first thing I'd like to say in 2014. Ukraine agreed to essentially uh, denuclearize itself. And so it had nuclear weapons until 2014. And so uh, once it uh, allowed to, and it basically agreed to do that as long as NATO would and the West would protect them. And so Zelensky was counting on being protected because the Ukraine does not want to be a part of the Soviet Union. That's clear, Isabel. I, and I also want to make one more comment about desecrating and leaving, uh, leaving your dead behind. That is um, the United States military goes to any length possible to make sure that no one is ever left behind. And the way we respect our losses and the way we respect our KIA uh, is, is obvious. People see that the arrival at Dover, the president will show up and, and honor their return. And there's always going to be uh, military officials that are there to receive and so the lack of respect that's shown to their own forces, that's got to be concerning for everybody, because if they're going to do that to their own people, whew, think about what they're going to do to the, who they consider to be their enemy. 
I heard they brought cremation. John, and to your point, man, I'm, and, and to your point, John, you're exactly right, man. The United States military, you know, into everybody's home, no one is left behind. That's And like you said, you, you made a point earlier, and I, I, it probably went over a few people's heads, but the, the two words that you use that we need to all, you know, take in consideration that makes our country as great as what it is, is our military is well-disciplined. That's that's the that is the core of what we are. We're well disciplined, right? And so, right. And, and and not to take on Russia's uh, viewpoint and, and things of that nature, but it was his generals, it was his instructors. They're the ones who let down those troops, you know, to not even make sure that they're convicted, to make sure that that man next to them is taken care of. That's the reason why they're left behind. So there is that's a right. lot of breakdown within this whole structure, but you got to keep in mind too that Putin comes from a, a very disciplined background. So unfortunately, it sounds like that he's dealing with generations that are nowhere near his level of discipline and conviction, nowhere near his passion to put together a country that he once loved, Mother Russia. No, First of all, this guy right. in his younger days was a judo champion, okay? Secondly, you know, before then, he, he, he served in the KGB, and his job in the KGB was, was changing people over, using those people and, and changing them over, persuading them to be a help. I think that he's dealing with people of lesser... Uh, of, of, of lesser... Uh, Caliber. I'm lost for words. Right. Right. Lesser caliber, you know. So I think that it's that's that's the breakdown, unfortunately. Well, CB, but fortunately right. for, for Ukraine, CB, I, Jerry, I can, I, can I can I respond? Can I build on? Go ahead, that? John. Go ahead and respond. Yes. Go ahead, John. Yeah, so I want to say that there's also examples in the news, and this is you can find this where they're looting their own tanks, they're selling parts, they're actually not getting paid. There was a report that 80 percent of the military uh, payroll is taken and stolen and not actually given to the troops that the generals are keeping money from the payroll. You obviously can see in the lack of the equipment uh, performance that they're not spending money on R&D. They're not spending money on test and evaluation. They're not spending money on the programmatic side of, uh, of, of fielding a professional military. And you can see that it's, there's, a, there's compromise throughout. So Putin may be a strong man, and there is no question. I would never, uh, never question that at all. Look who he is and look where he is. Uh, but I would say that if you, you, that there's a there's something that is caused a total compromise all the way down the chain of command, and they're essentially it's they're collapsing under their own weight, uh, and the propaganda is not going to support them. And you, I'm telling you, and I've said this uh, several times on this uh, on this club or this room that the regime change is ultimately the only way out. Uh, for the rest of the civilized society. And at some point, I think the writing is going to be on the wall for, you know, Mr. Putin. The question is, as I've been saying, is once he's cornered, trapped and desperate and realizes that he's, he's out of a job, what's he going to do? That's the problem. That's where NATO needs to be strong. And, the, and again, I've been saying that a no-fly zone can be an incremental approach. Uh, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be a full blanket. Sometimes you just want to keep your toes uh, warm. You don't need to keep your whole body warm, and you can you can stay warm by keeping your toes and your head warm. And so they need to be thinking about a no-fly zone from that perspective. And I'm landing now. Thank you, John. Appreciate appreciate you, my brother. Jerry, this, uh, Jerry, this is Darren. I had a question. Go ahead. Just ask. Just ask oh, to the, to, yeah, to, just to for, me. You, okay. Well, actually, just with John, I wanted to know with what he said about Russia and the the disregard for their troops and everything. Uh, I get it, but I was wondering how does that mentally play for new recruited, new recruitment and stuff like that? That, to me, would have to be a deterrent for young Russian men well, to join, or am I missing something? 
Well, that's a great question. Great point. And uh, from a Westerner's perspective, from our mindset, we would we would believe that we would be informed that as a body politic. You have to understand that the Russian people are especially those that are being conscripted from the northern regions of Russia. They're not going to be well informed and they're going to be uh, the did you know the families are actually um, uh, forced to sign non-disclosure agreements uh, when their when their bodies of their children are returned home. They're not allowed to talk about it. And so there is a kind of uh, a blanket of secrecy surrounding a lot of these activities. And so it's to me, it's fascinating that there are people around Putin now that are starting to make uh, postures uh, towards a regime change when Putin has frankly uh, uh, done quite some uh, job by uh, keeping people misinformed and misled. And I'm going to land now. So it's kind of like when they say the media, you know, it seems like that's, that's happening over in every country and people complain about that with the U.S. as far as the media misinformation. I don't know, John, I'm, I'm confused about this whole thing, brother, but I'm glad I got people like you to come to the room and, and give us a little insight. You know, somebody that has experience in, in actual combat in the military. I got a question for you guys. Though. And then, Jerry, I think, you know, the title soldier left behind. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. No, no. You, you, you go ahead. Go ahead, Aries. What I'm saying, I Aries. think uh, the title would say soldier left behind. I heard it was a hashtag. You know, maybe the soldier was there, you know, temporarily and then somebody. Oh, you, you, you heard it was a hashtag? No, we, we, we had an actual news article. We had an actual news article that showed pictures and photos and videos in the actual article of soldiers that were allegedly left behind. Now, of course, we weren't there. We weren't on the ground. We didn't see him get shot. We didn't see him get left. But we're going off the news that we read. I got a question for you all, though. And this is this is a serious topic, everybody. We covered soldiers left behind. We, we had a good conversation about that. We had a very long conversation about something. I'm actually tired of thinking about that slap with Will Smith. But since the pandemic has started, teen suicide has, risen, has been on the rise for, for young teens. And they did polls of high school students that actually considered suicide and they said that's even been on the rise since the pandemic. What do y'all think about that as far as the, you know, not just the suicide, but just the stress, the anxiety, the other things that we don't talk about, you know, it's like the aftershocks of, of, of what's going on with this pandemic. We spend so much time fussing about, should I get vaccinated, the booster, the, the, the mandate. We talk about so many different things, but what do y'all think about that? Because that's something that's really being talked about right now. That's serious. That's in the news. Teen suicide well, is on the rise. Anybody want to speak on that? I would yeah, let me stick my chest that. out, Jonathan. It's Marcella. Wait, 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 Marcella. I, I got to say something to you really quick. We're having a conversation about teen suicide. That's not the time for you to stick your chest out. There, there, there's, no, there's no sticking your chest out about having Poor a conversation about words. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, words. I, 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 I agree. But I um I have some insight into this, so may I share? Yeah, one second, one second. You can share, and 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 vet 
Moderators, do me, do, do me a favor. I'm going to go to you right now. Moderators, do me a favor. I'm, I'm just going to just ask real nicely. Um, we're okay right now with, with, with bringing t- people to the stage. So, so pr- please don't bring anybody else to the stage. And, and no, and I'm, John, it's okay, but no, no, don't put any links up top, moderators. The only people who put links up top are Jonathan Bing and Jerry and Grant Cardone. So, moderators, keep that in mind. But you're okay right now, John. And um, also, whichever moderator is deleting people's messages in the chat, the people in the chat don't appreciate that. So, if you're seeing some messages that you do not like or you don't feel in sync with your beliefs, please don't do that. It's it's not it's not right. It's not fair. And um, stop doing it, moderators. Whoever's doing that to the people in the chat. The lady that just said that again. Your name is um. Where'd you go, Miss Miss Marcella? Go ahead, Miss Marcella. Oh, okay. Well, I would say that I've had two friends that committed suicide that were very young. One of them was we were teenagers at the time, and another one was a young adult. And it it all leans into the fact that it's very difficult to handle um, situations such as what we've been experiencing over the last two years. I think with the media coverage of everything that was going on, the the large amounts of deaths due to COVID, the changes in their regular everyday life, social media. I think it's a culmination. I believe that it's the uncertainty that's causing this. And um, I'm a soldier. So what happens is a lot of soldiers also commit suicide. I think it's interesting that you mentioned that the suicide rate amongst teens. That's very important. We want to encourage them to live a life of meaning and value in accordance to whatever they feel. Um, I think it's just a sign of the times. I think it also leans into um, the fact that once you go through something like this, like COVID, what does the future hold? They get used to having a regular life and then they're stuck in a house and we don't even know what type of household or what type of situations they're dealing with. I think it's a sad indicator and more of a symptom of a larger problem. That's pretty much all I had to say. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Was there somebody else? There was another lady. Go ahead, Alizé. Um, so I, I definitely, I, I, I feel this is such a huge issue that definitely I'm glad you're shining some light on. Um, I will say, especially among, um, cause I worked in a field where we've dealt with a lot of suicidal teens and it def- uh, the amount of teens coming in definitely increased during COVID. But there, um, I just wanted to say there, during the pandemic, um, so many kids mute, lost mute, out mute, on- mute, mute your mic, miss. There's there's people that keep coming to the stage. Um, one second, Alize. I got her. Jerry, people, go ahead. Yeah, there's people that keep coming to the stage with their mic hot, and I'm not talking about you, Tanya. And I put them down, but my trusted moderators keep bringing them right back up to disrupt the stage. Moderators, please don't bring Thank nobody you, up. Um, so I just wanted to go point ahead. out these kids they missed out on proms, like once in a lifetime opportunities that they won't get back. Proms at uh, school, like sporting events, homecomings, they missed out on so much, and and they it's really sad because they had to be isolated in their homes. And your teen years are just like they're so special for the time you spend with friends and the things you're able to do, and it's some of the best memories you have in your life. So it is really sad, um, but it definitely like I'm not shocked by the suicide rate. One thing that was happening a lot in the pandemic, 
people didn't realize um, a lot of foster kids, right? They were not able to have visits with their families during that time. Social workers were working from home. Visits were not allowed. There was just so many forgotten kids of the pandemic who were so heavily affected. And so I'm just really happy you're talking about this issue because this was a huge issue. And I don't feel like the news or people are talking about it enough. And I'll land before you tell me to land. So anybody else want to jump in? Yeah, Jerry, it's Storm. You know, I um, I lost a brother a few years ago to this, and I don't really like to talk about the subject because it is sensitive and triggering. However, one of the things that Adam Smith and I, we did a podcast uh, this week, and it was really interesting to see a veteran's perspective and the things that he's doing in outreach to be able to not even know sometimes how we're indirectly impacting positively in a way where some people might be at the end. But you know what? There might be a phone call that you make or a text that you send or even a podcast that you do and somebody sees it and realizes it. So the awareness of it, I think, is really important because I know to uh, to be up close and personal with that, it, it's one of those things that I know people are going to, um, I, I don't want to say react or respond differently. It's just that they're going to process it differently. And I think a lot of the times, because we have these tools that are available, sometimes we don't know how much of a positive impact we are. So I didn't want to get all kumbaya. However, there have been a lot of messages that I've gotten just by, you know, watching a Friday thing that I do for 35 or 40 minutes or maybe a clubhouse deal. So I'm glad that you brought it up, Jerry. And, uh, you know, my apologies to anyone who's been, you know, affected by this closely because uh, it's a tough job. Yeah, to about yeah, it's, it's serious, man. You know, so, sometimes it's little things that we take for granted. Storm, did you say you had a brother that committed suicide? Because I was in the, on a call. I thought I heard. Did you say that? Oh, man. Go ahead, David. Go ahead. My, some of you know, I think Jonathan, maybe Jerry knew, um, what was it, two months ago, my um, wife committed suicide. And, uh, you know, he's a middle class guy from Jersey, man. You would have never expected it. Uh, taking a toll on a lot of people, a lot of people. Drug addiction is up, crime up, suicide, is rate, suicide rate is up, domestic violence is up what happens when you tell everybody to stay inside, don't go in the sun and get your proper nourishment, watch the news, be afraid. All those things are slowly and quickly building up. And, you know, like I said, with, with my wife's uncle, I mean, this is like, new, it was a shock. Suicide is all, almost a shock all the time. But, you know, in some cases you can say, hmm, you know, maybe I could see Look, if you go back and look, you say, yeah, there, there might have been a path in that person's life. But with this man, there's just no, he was always happy. He was always giving. It was just random. It was that. You know, so it's, it's really, really thing to want a lot of people. Yeah, or that, that, definitely it's not just teens. You know, sometimes people just need, sometimes people just need a, um, somebody to talk to. It's not even just, it's not even just, um, ex specialist, you know what I mean? It's not even just like a, a psychologist or, or a doctor or something. Sometimes oh, Jerry, we, even we, yeah, exactly. You know what? I met a guy on here and, um, you know, he came in a room 
Jonathan and I was doing. And he literally, you know, poured his heart out on stage a, a couple months ago. Remember the, the guy Jonathan had said he he was down to his they didn't think he was gonna make it. He was in a ventilator. And he said he was just listening to us in the room and and it just just yeah, yeah, made him Brian feel good. Stock and David attacked him though. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, but check this out though. <laughs> no, so look, no, no. Wait, wait one second, David. Just just one second, bro. So 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 we we had a conversation with him and we just let him get his voice out. This is serious, y'all. We let him get his voice out. And this guy came back months later and he's like, man, that meant so much to me that you guys just listened to me. He said it just made me stronger. It made me just hold on. So everybody on the stage, you know, we all joke around a lot and debate the news, you know, and just period. But it's people in your life right now that's not as fortunate as you are. And especially a lot of these men, you know, I was, I was talking to somebody the other day and, and, and I told her, I said, listen, you know, j- just, just because some men don't just complain the way women do. You know, some some men just hold stuff in because they're expected to be stronger. But there's people there's people there's people that's going through stuff on the stage right now. Right. That that that's ri- one, who, who keeps one second, brother. There, there's people that's going through stuff right now on this stage that need somebody to talk to them. So I'm just gonna say this. Everybody in the stage, y'all should reach out to one of y'all friends. Everybody sometimes just give them a call and be like, hey, I'm just hitting you up. You got a quick minute? Yeah, what's up? Just wanna make sure you are. You good, brother? You good? You good, sister? Whatever. That will go a long way. I'm just saying. So this is this is this is interesting. I want to open the stage up for I some did, people. Hi, yeah, Charlie. Wait, one, 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 land my plane? David, David, come on, bro. Come on, bro. You just landed, brother. Like, like I'm trying to open the stage up to other people. Oh, yeah. I, I, this, this, just remember, yeah. we got a podcast, bro. Yeah. So yeah, well, I, uh, I one second, miss. One second, miss. Okay. Go ahead, Jonathan. Yeah. So yeah, I I want you guys also to know that everyone that commits suicidal, I mean suicide isn't suicidal, and I know that sounds crazy. All right, uh, but be mindful of that uh, because situations happen, and and, and people, you know, uh, they they feel trapped at times. So um, and so don't just think that uh, someone that you know that's strong, uh, you know, wouldn't uh, necessarily do something like that because. Uh, I've seen some strong people uh, uh, actually uh, go that route, unfortunately. And, and, and it happened to me personally almost. So uh, it's just one of those things that you guys got to uh, be careful of. No matter how strong someone is, how strong you're used to seeing someone, uh, it, it's real, you know. Uh, so uh, And it's not, you know, something that uh, you guys should just dismiss as uh, someone uh, hopefully, uh, or they just stand it for attention. Take it serious. Oh, yo. You hey, made a very like, you, uh, wait wait one, one one second, brother. I think um one second. I want to go to to, to a lady who's been waiting to speak for a moment. Jonathan, Doctor Jaquel, you're up. But Jonathan, you made an extremely great point. Just because if someone commits suicide doesn't mean they were necessarily suicidal. It could be a breaking point that something came about. Good point, Jonathan. Doctor Jaquel. Yeah, I just wanted to to mention the importance of. First, the community, there's actually tons of studies on showing even the circle of friends we have increased the longevity for us in terms of how long we live. But I did want to mention in terms of statistics, actually suicide um, rates for teen suicide was at at its highest actually pre-COVID. And uh, this generation in terms of teens are the highest levels of mental health issues in terms of anxiety and depression than any generations in the past. And actually, suicide rates were on the decline during the pandemic. So I just wanted to, um, to but, 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 that, but it was higher for teens and for African-Americans specifically. But as a yeah. whole, it was actually down slightly. 
Yeah, it's definitely up for teens. It's definitely up for teens. It's probably I got a I got a, a thought on that. I think I think a lot of these teens was used to hanging out, playing, you know, doing different things, and and a lot of that stuff slowed down during the pandemic, and they had a lot of idle time. And who knows? But either way, you know, rise decline. This this is just terrible that people have to go to that extent. There was a guy that tried to jump in. Uh, there was another guy that tried to jump There's in. Marcus. Go ahead, yeah, Marcus. Um, I was pretty much just going to hop in here. Like, uh, so when it comes to suicide, Jonathan, the point he just made that everybody that's, that commits suicide isn't suicidal. Uh, you look at the pandemic and what it actually showed, and then the education system and what it's showing, it gives the, the kids not a lot to look forward to. And I think that's when people start to look into tech, you know, taking their lives and, and making those type of decisions when you start feeling like you don't have anything to look forward to. So um, I would just definitely empower anybody, like just create those opportunities or, or show those opportunities. So that way the kids can have something to look forward to. Cause I think that's, that, that might be a big piece of why they commit suicide. You know, I've seen a lot of movies. I see a lot of movies, these, these youth centers in the hood, this and that, these lavish looking places. I mean, why is stuff like that really not going on in, in, in these communities? You know, um, as far as like, you know, people talk about it a lot. My, everybody on stage, please meet y'all, Mike. Why, why, why is that not going on? Why are we not seeing that? Because I, I, I go through the hoods of L.A. all the time. And I'm not seeing these big, you hear about all these things, all these nonprofits doing all these big things. But I don't see these youth centers. I see the YMCA. But for the, for, for the person who can't afford it, them things is expensive. You know, every program costs money to join. It's like it's so much more that could be being done with taxpayers' dollars that can help people. Anybody else want to jump in? Jerry, I, I, want, let me hey, jump I agree with you, Jerry. Because Jerry. One, one second, guys. Uh, Jerry, I want to tackle that. And the reason I say that is because you're saying, why aren't people talking about it? You got to be. Uh, you got to realize we're in a very litigious society, uh, unfortunately. And, um, you know, people don't want to have those conversations because if someone says something to them, and uh, and they don't take it serious, or if they do, you know, and they don't report, or they don't tell the right person or inform the right person, uh, now uh, they're they're held, uh, you know, accountable. Uh, so people are afraid to have those conversations, you know, uh, and and they don't they don't want to, and they also don't want to make a situation for someone that is struggling mentally. Uh, tougher or rougher by uh, by uh, going to uh, different people that may uh, they feel take it uh, to a, a point that they didn't think was necessary. So that that's some those are some of the things that I I think is happening right now. Uh, I'm not oh, an expert. I, maybe some maybe some of the experts can speak to that. I, I don't know. May educate me. No, I don't hey, know John, if you I, wait one second. I, wait one second. One second. Because I don't know. I don't know if Jonathan understood what I was saying. I, w- I wasn't talking about people that necessarily have a, you know, have some type of mental condition. I was just saying as far as like people just having something to do, some youngsters, you know, some some normal kids, like a, a, a option after school or option like somewhere, you know, some type of real big youth center where they play basketball, volleyball, ping pong, you know, things like that. Just to just to give somebody some something to think about other than just. Looking at some walls in a house, getting Jerry, depressed. there's a lot of those. There's a lot of those, a lot of those out there, and a lot of people are talking about it. You just don't hear it on the news. When I was with the church, we did five gang centers in San Bernardino, California, and all of them are still around, and they're all free. So you just have to, you know, the people that really want to do something about it are the are the people that are the churches 
are I, organizing with the, the, the police. The, 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 there's not one in Watts. There's not one in Compton. There's no, not one there's in Linwood. There's not no, one. I don't, I, I don't not, believe that. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in those areas all the time. That there, there, there's not, and if they, and if they are, we're, listen, listen. It has to be to wait one second, David. It has to be to scale. I mean, maybe cute. You got a little fifteen hundred square foot room, you know, or some little two thousand yeah, square foot thing. I'm talking. About, I'm talking about. It got to be something that works. We're not just talking about you know some little small little thing and you know tucked away where a couple people. I'm talking about something that's really organized and put together. That will cut, that can cut down on crime. That can cut down on so much stuff in these hoods. I'm saying that because I come from those areas. They weren't there then, and they're not there now. Yeah, that's, I'm in those neighborhoods. That's, that's well, very Part of the reason that is is because the same thing that is supposed to be the solution becomes the problem. The same community center that is in areas like that, like Compton and different areas, becomes breeding ground for, for gangs. As much as people Bullying. don't want to be honest and, and tell the truth about things, and that's the reality of but it. But that, 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 that reality can be changed, though. No, it, absolutely. No, I, 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 let me finish because honestly, I really think we need let to. Let you finish. Okay, damn. You we, let need me ten, we need to tend to the Careful how you say like, how you talk to me. And get the 10X Kids program and other types of programs like that, that kids can do empowerment sessions, different types of things that's gonna nurture them and enrich them. Everybody that had COVID, the and, and, and was affected by COVID, that lost their job. Their you think the parents weren't upset and and didn't take that out on their children at times? That is and like you you have to be honest with yourself. A lot of parents were angry. They ha they might have had misplaced anger at times, you know. And that misplaced anger, kids don't understand that. They just understand that mommy doesn't have a job, daddy doesn't have a job. Now okay, pre pre appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate your input. Anybody else want to jump in? Hey, Jerry, this yeah, is April. Jerry. Can I get in? Go, go ahead, April. Go ahead, April. Um, I think it's important to remember that one thing that we always hear, one thing that I hear is that if someone's going to commit suicide, they're going to do it and you can't stop them. That's a myth. That's a huge myth. One person breaking that chain, one person stepping in, it's just talk to people. If you see someone hurting, if you know someone hurting, just talk to them. You don't have to say, oh, are you going to commit suicide? You could say, hey, you know, I really, I value your friendship. I value all the, you know, the advice you give me. You can build people up when you see them down, but don't ever give up on your kids or your friends or even strangers. I mean, one connection can can change a person's direction that way and can help them and not change it completely. But, you know, you can be a piece of the of the puzzle that helps them get on track again. April, one time one of my kids was really, really sick. Right. And and, um, <clears throat> and you know, of course, I'm not, you know, suicidal, not like that. But so I, I was at the hospital and the doctor pulled me. So I got to talk to you about something. And I said, OK. So I went in the room, sat down. I was like, what's up? You know, and the doctor was like, how are you? How are you doing? I was like, I'm good. What do you mean? He's like, no, really. How are you doing? And I was like, I'm good. What do you want to talk about? He's like, I want to talk about you. I want to make sure you're OK. April, when I say that went so far with me, I could not believe it. I was like, oh, I unleashed with that doctor for like 30 minutes. I felt I felt like I took a load of stress, pain, hurt that I was feeling just because a doctor pulled me in a room and closed the door and said, I need to make sure you're OK. Not not check your blood pressure, none of that. Just mentally. He's like, because when a kid is sick, it affects the parents. And I just want to make sure you're OK. So that is true. People just saying to somebody, are you OK? Like, seriously, brother, you OK? And, and, and do you need something? How can I assist you? 
we don't got to be in here and try to talk about who done did what for who. I don't need to do all that. Jonathan, we know how Jonathan gets down, but, you know, become that person. It really helps somebody. So, yes, thank you for that, April. Uh, hey, Jerry, to April's. May I, I going to the queue? Oh, yeah, please. This is Lena. I, I just wanted to, yeah. I wanted to make one go, quick go, comment. Go ahead, Storm. A lot of the times, it's the people who you think have it all together don't. Exactly. And a lot of those times, they're really good about hiding and masking. So Ooh. keeping in mind of what Jerry said, hey, are, not, are you okay? How are you? And, and the way that sounds and the way the inflection is on you totally changes the way it's received. Because you know what? A lot of people are used to saying, I'm fine. I'm okay. Don't worry about it. Those are those like telling signs when my wife says it or when someone I know, I'm like, no, you don't look like that. So let's dig. Let's really talk. If there's something you got to unload, let's get it off your chest. And a lot of the times you'll see that that stress or that pressure release. And, you know, when they get that weight lifted off their shoulders, that one conversation and the way that you ask that question could make the difference between them, you know, looking towards something else or looking with a new hope. And, and, and the word is hope as opposed to hollow. And I think we walk around in hollow shells sometimes trying to project certain things that we think that we want everyone to think we're okay, but we're really not. So I'm glad that April and Jerry, you brought that up because, uh, you know, some of the most successful people are the loneliest and the most miserable. So it might be worth uh, checking in, not only the people you think might be there, but also the people that you think have it all together because they you don't know have another thing. People they you know, another thing, Storm, and I'm gonna go to you right now, Jonathan. I want to well, go ahead, Jonathan. Go ahead. No, no, I'm just uh, Storm just hitting home, guys, uh, because of my situation. You know, um, you know, I, I had a mortgage company, guys, and I was taking care of a lot of people. And um, I, I grew up, like I said, a large family, and I'm used to taking care of everyone. And when the market crashed uh, back in 2007, uh, it went to, it went crazy. I mean, and, you know, I uh, continued to pay my uh, employees even though they weren't closing loans. And, you know, you generally pay after they close the loan. Uh, and my uh, ex-wife uh, told me that I shouldn't do it, and I continued to do it. And I used up all our savings uh, trying to save the company when I should have bailed. And so uh, she bailed. <laughs> and so, uh, and I, I think I had like $6,300 of my name left, you know, and I had like over $200,000 in bills and debt, you know. And my family, I was I, I so used to taking care of them. And I, that's why I would say you got to have uh, givers have to have limits because takers don't. I continued, they, they continued to take, even though they knew I was in a bad spot. And I remember uh, my sister coming to me and she needed uh, the money, and I, that was all I had to my name, you know. And and I remember giving it to her because I just felt like, I, growing up, I remember Black Wall Street. I don't know if anyone remember what happened when um, the Wall Street crashed back in '85, uh, whatever it was, and, and people dove out the window, and yeah. they saw that guy sitting there with that gun. And he shot himself, and uh, I guess uh, I guess uh, Hong Kong, uh, whatever the exchange. I thought it was the weakest thing I ever seen in my life. And I say, people killing themselves over money is weak. And that's because I didn't have any. And, and I thought that if you had money, you're fine. And so uh, at that moment in time, I felt I really had nowhere left to go. And, you know, I wasn't talking to people. And everyone thought I was okay. Uh, so I gave my sister my last because I considered, I, I thought that I was going to do something to myself. Uh, and so, uh, and because it's like the people that I was helping out, my brother, I remember him very well. I would buy his kids Christmas. I would make sure he has money. They took joy uh, in my de uh, demise. Uh, it was like um, one of those situations where uh, my ex-wife pulled me to the side. And I think I've told this story to people before where she said, hey, why are you helping everyone out? 
and and I thought she was selfish. That was the most selfish thing she I, or anyone ever said to me was, uh, you know, people resent you for being able to help them. And I and I thought that was so like uh, selfish that she just didn't want me to give money to my siblings and uh, loved ones, and because I got to have to give them things away. So uh, and I thought it was so, uh, but I found out when uh, I lost it all. The same people I was helping were the ones that was like really going out there and having a great time talking about my demise. And so it taught me a very valuable lesson. And um, Jerry, I was really, really, really close. And and one day uh, my mother actually drove out to my house because I live away, far away from everyone. And uh, she came out and like, you know, I haven't seen you. What's been going on? You know, just, you know, yeah, mothers are. And like, like uh, and, and she talked to me and she didn't realize how close to the edge I was. And that one little drive, and it was whatever, mother's intuition, whatever, uh, actually pulled me back because I, I actually isolated myself from everyone because I, I, I felt uh, like I couldn't help them no more. I was embarrassed that I lost, you know, it was the market crash. It's, uh, the whole mortgage industry crashed. And so I, I felt like I couldn't help anyone. And uh, so it taught me some very valuable lessons. Uh, so uh, when I say anyone, and that's why I said everyone that uh, commits suicide isn't suicidal. It was just I was taken to that point where I felt I had no choice and I couldn't face because I didn't know how to, to say no to my family members and my friends. And that was the most, uh, the, I guess, humiliating thing in my life that I, I, I had to, I, I couldn't say no. So God bless you, I brother. Yield. God bless you. That's a very brave share, brother. Jonathan, thank you so much for being so vulnerable. I know um, it definitely touches me. This is Dr. Zakia. Um, I have a similar colon tattoo. Some of you might know what that means. But as I do my work in mental health and diversity, equity, inclusion, um, you definitely are seeing that a lot of people are going through things. And especially in the black and brown community, there's a stigma associated with um, talking about mental health, going to go get help, but it's actually a sign of bravery when you talk to someone, um, even a friend, a family member, or a mental health professional. And um, I'm glad that you and Jerry are talking about this very important topic today. And um, the numbers are showing that there's a high, high amount of people who are dealing with mental health conditions and some can't afford to go see therapists. So I just wanted to make sure whenever we're having these conversations, we list some type of resources for individuals. You can hit pound 211 on your cell phone in the continental US and you can get um, a list of services in your area um, of free um, um, mental health services to get help if you don't have EAP, Employee Assistant Program, at work. And if you do, you can get about six um, free sessions with a therapist. But I just really want everyone in the sound of my voice to know that it's okay not to be okay and to get help. So I'm Dr. Zaki and I'm complete for now. Thank thank you for that, doctor. And uh, yeah, this is this is definitely, it's, it's a lot of people that, um, and, and it's, it, it's not just people committing suicide is it's them not even being able to create a better life for themselves because they're in a state of depression. Jonathan, when you, you were just talking to me, bro, a minute ago, you know, being in real estate, I, I don't even want to bring that back. I'm, I'm going to say this. That's why friends, the type of friends you have around makes a big difference. I, you know, I, I, I was sitting in a pretty big, big chunk of, um, money at the time when the market crashed, you know, cause you know, I sell these houses, make a lot of money in California. So I was going through a depression and it's so crazy. I started spending more money 
doing silly things to kind of get my head off of what was going on. It was just dumb. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm thinking it's going to change. It's going to change. It's going to change. Then Jonathan, I have all these properties, bro. Just bought this house, that house. Just bought a, my first house by the beach I bought in Redondo Beach. I was like, damn, they just built it. And the damn market crashed about maybe less than a year later. Just bought a couple new cars and the market crashed. So, yeah, that, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's just the way I start feeling. I start feeling numb. You know what I'm talking about, doctor. You feel numb because you like depressed. So it's not just about suicide. It's about you may not even be able to get yourself out of the hole because you're too numb to think straight. But I had that one friend. Hey, let's go party. Let's go spend some money. You know, it's going to make you it's gonna get your mind off that depressing shit. So I'm going to tell you all another thing. The company y'all keep makes a big difference. I know me. I always got to upgrade my damn friends. And sometimes another, another thing, y'all, I want to say to y'all, this is very important. Seasoning. Seasoning does not make somebody a better friend. Because you've been knowing them since high school, because you've been knowing for 15 years, doesn't make them any better of a friend than somebody you may, may be known for a year. Preach. They be like, oh, I've been known for 15 years. He a good friend. Oh, you think so? Make so time on device, time on device makes a difference. Sometimes you got to get rid of some of those old friends. That's why you're not where you want to be. I went through that shit and I went to the one, my ride or die. Yeah, you don't want to help me damn near die with the damn advice you was giving me with all the goddamn money I was spending. Oh, I know why. Because I was treating you everywhere we went. Anyway, welcome to Debate the News, everybody. This is an interesting topic. I'm glad Jerry decided to put in a topic. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad Jerry. <laughs> I'm glad Jerry and Jonathan decided to talk about this. I'm out of here. I'm glad that we decided to. <laughs> where did Jonathan left? Did he really leave? Oh shit! See Jonathan being sensitive, oh, but listen, yeah, you know he's come on, y'all know John, you know Jonathan being just playing, but um, but yeah, anybody <laughs> else want to jump in? The, 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 I'd this like is, to be put in the um in the queue if I'm wait, wait one second, wait, wait one second. The lady, the, the, the lady said she'd like to be put in the queue. What is your name so I can put you in the queue? I'm Tracy. Okay, Tracy, you're in the queue and you're next. Go ahead, Thank Tracy. You. I'm sorry. No, like Tracy, you said I'm next. I'm so sorry. I'm so you, busy. Look, I'm so used to that other new room where they kick you, and you know which one I'm talking about. Tracy, you will not get kicked in here, okay? But you <laughs> might. You 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 might get um. You 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 won't get kicked, but you're gonna get treated nicely when you when you treat us nicely. Okay, Jerry. Well, first of all, I'd like to say, and I'm not trying to flirt. I'm a blind woman, and I call myself a voice connoisseur, and I really like your voice because it's so calm and it's so soothing. And I just wanted you to know that. Thank you, Tracy. You're very welcome. You about so, you about you about to have the mic for five minutes. Go ahead. <laughs> I promise it'll take less than that. So, um, to what you're saying, like I said, I'm totally blind. Um, divorced my husband. It was toxic. I was working for Charles Schwab, making big money. I remember those days and the market crashed and there I was with six children and I didn't know how I was gonna pay the light bill as they say, pg &E was wanting their money. And you know, everybody's wanting their money and I didn't have it and then they, down, they started um, closing facilities. So I've been there, but what I wanted to touch on was about people not being suicidal and then they just feel like, you know, I just want to put this out there. Be careful what you say to people because um, 
my fiance passed away uh, May 5th of last year. And I can't tell you how many people told me, oh, you're so strong or, oh, you know, he wouldn't want you to cry or, oh, he's in a better place. But I can tell you only one person told me, look, I'm here if you want to scream, if you want to throw something, whatever you want to do, I am here. We will throw something. We will break something because you can buy all that stuff back. Only one person told me that. Only one. And I'm telling you, I was on the edge. I was like ready just to, because this is the second fiance in five years that has died on me. So I, I don't consider myself like a suicidal person, but when when I got that call last year, I was on the edge. I had medical issues. I went, I was septic. Did anybody say, hey, what can I do to help you with this medical issue? I got, oh, put it in the hands of the Lord, pray, pray, pray. But you know what? And and I'm a Christian. You know, I was brought up in the church, so I'm not saying anything against the church, but sometimes you need a little bit more than prayer. I didn't get that. So be careful the things that you tell people. If you don't mean it, don't say it. And I'm landing my plane. Great point, Tracy. And I, I appreciate uh, what you said. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that you pulled through even though you you know had those things that kept happening to you, Tracy. One thing I want to recommend to you really quick, and and uh, Jude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to you next, Jude. I saw your message. You've been waiting in the queue, Tracy, um, and everybody in stage. And and, and this, this is this is proven. You 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 can go, you can Google this. You know you go sit down and talk to a psychologist, psychiatrist, and they they you know you remember Sopranos. You sit on a couch and they talk to you, make you feel better. There's a thing called expressive writing, where you literally get a piece of paper. You know, get a pen and just start expressing how you felt, express how your day went. So it's almost like a form of therapy you can do by yourself. And it's kind of like you're letting that negative energy out. You know, would you feel good about today? Would you feel bad about today? What can you do better? How can you make tomorrow better? What are you grateful for? Because they're, they're, they're always saying that things can always be worse. You know, I, I feel for you what you said, Tracy, but I'm sure you'll agree with some of these people going through in Ukraine where they come out there, their, their babies are blowing up, you know, family dying in a the war. There's always somebody that's doing something worse, going through some worse things. So sometimes we just got to express and show gratitude uh, for some of the things that we do have that we can be uh, grateful for. And it could probably just give us a little nudge, help us a little bit. Miss Jude, you are in the building. Miss Jude, you got that bright yellow sunshine. Dress Jerry, on I just her. learned just- today that you live in Los Angeles. So do I. So we have to figure this out offline um, yeah 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 um i i really Shot. appreciate this topic so much and you know one of my girlfriend's um son committed suicide just a little over a year ago oh wow and here's the challenge i think that we all have um both before an incident and after is that sometimes there's just no signs i mean sometimes people are doing so well as her son was happy friends all said he was happy everything happy. It wasn't a drug overdose, you know, varsity player, great grades. I mean, everything. Parents had absolutely no idea that anything was going to happen. Anthony Bordeaux, um, when he committed suicide, it, it just, it was out of nowhere. Kate Spade. I never met Kate. I never interviewed her. Kate's, but I was such a fan of hers. How Watch that rise of how they treated the whole Kate Spade um, industry. You think, as someone alluded to earlier, and I'm sorry, I didn't hear the name I was driving, but 
someone had said, you think everything is perfect. You think everything is wonderful. They're wealthy. They have family. They have children. They have whatever. And then all of a sudden, bam, it's gone. So I just want to say this to anybody, and, and not in my immediate family, but one of my very best friend's family. What is left afterwards is a lot of guilt. What could I have done? What did I miss? How could I have helped? And I totally agree with Jerry about the doctor who said to him, just said, how are you really? I mean, I need to know. And so often when we know people very well and you say, how are you? You listen to what's not being said and you can pick up that not everything is okay. And while I agree, just giving people an opportunity to talk and express some of their pain and their fear can be very helpful. But sometimes some people are so close to suicide that there's, there's just nothing that saves them. And that's the one thing I'd like to leave everyone with. I've, been, I've interviewed so many doctors on this on, and for media and television interviews, therapists, really everyone, if it happens to someone you know or love, um, it's it's kind of like a double if you if you hold yourself responsible because there's only so much we can do, especially if there's no warning. That's it. Back to you from Jude. No, great, 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 great point. Very well said. Great point. And thank you. Thank you, Jude. Appreciate you. Was there someone else on the stage that would like Jerry, to get into can the, the Can you? I add something? Alize? What, what's your name? As, as yeah, go ahead. So, no, I just wanted to say um, I really appreciate everyone's stories, but I also want to point out um, a lot of times, right, we, where folk, we, we say, you know, people in our regular everyday lives, like how it's important for them to see the signs. A lot of times, um, for me at least, like after I had my, my second son, I was like, I was in such a bad state of mind. And I'm not even going to lie, random strangers in like my mom groups and on Clubhouse, just by being nice on these apps, a lot of times people are so, can be so mean on social media, but then you come across like amazing strangers that you've never met who like they're vulnerable and they tell their stories and it changes it or even just having a discussion with you right um that goes a long way so i definitely you know i appreciate this room because a lot of times in our everyday lives like in mine i can't really be as vulnerable as i am on this app i'm usually the strong one in my family and so on and so forth and so when i had this app or just discussions with people who you know I, i've never really you know seen them face to face it made such a huge difference for me and it helped pull me out of a place um that i a really dark place that i was in so even you know random strangers on the internet that's why it's right. so important for people to be so nice and like mindful on social media because you know words have power behind it and i'll end hey tomorrow thank you for that alizé tomorrow at 11 a.m jonathan and i we're doing a room and uh, the title of the room is uh, If I Made It Out the Hood, You Can Too. And a lot of it is I'm going to be, you're going to hear a different side of me, everybody. You guys are going to hear me kind of going into some things a, a lot deeper than what I'm going in today. And uh, I was thinking about doing the room, but now I'm going to do it for sure. And part of it, part of the whole concept is how, of how I made it out the hood, and I'm sure Jonathan will agree, is, um, you know, just the way it's not what happened to us. It's the way we dealt with what happened to us and how we interpreted what happened to us. You guys hear me say that quote, and I know some of y'all are so sick of hearing me say it. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. That is so true. They say, what, what, what causes misery in people? Miserable thoughts. I'm going to go deep into that type of stuff tomorrow, and I promise you, if y'all come into that room, uh, we're going to be talking about some stuff that can probably definitely make you look at things a whole lot different, and it's going to sound interesting Hearing some things come from somebody like me that's not a psychologist, but I've been through so much stuff and I've actually been studying, studying 
human behavior for the last 13 to 14 years in neuroscience. And that, that, that those are the type of things that makes me able to function. And, um, you know, I just want to say to everybody on the stage, if anybody else want to jump in, a lot of times it is not what happens. It's how you deal with what happens or how you interpret what happens. You know, the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset, that type of stuff. But uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, can you mute your mic, miss? Please mute your mic. Everybody mute your mic until it's your turn to talk because I don't know if y'all know. Y'all background, you may not be aware of it, but it's extremely loud. And Debate the News is an actual podcast. Also, you can go to debatethenews.com. So once again, I want to thank everybody. We're not, we're, we're, we're still going. Just doing a quick little commercial break. I'm going to ask you once again to follow these moderators that you rock with. But I want to thank all the people that's come up that's not moderated or not modded. Is that grammatically correct? If you're not modded, I appreciate you guys for joining the room with us five days a week. Make sure you follow Jonathan Bing, put the bell on, and follow me, Jerry Malcolm, put the bell on so you can get notifications of these rooms we're about to start doing. Is there anybody else who want to jump in has not spoken yet? I'm looking for somebody who has not had an opportunity to speak. I would, Jerry. What's your name? It's Rachel. How are you? Go ahead, Rachel. Uh, go yeah. ahead. Hey, guys. So I'm someone who back in the day I used to suffer from depression and anxiety. And um, I was able through different experiences and healing modalities to pull myself out of it. But what I wanted to say is that I think our biggest pain in life is really what becomes our biggest victory because it's through the struggle that makes us who we are and like figuring out the ways that we respond, like Jerry was saying, and figuring out the ways that we were able to come out stronger and learn from these situations and really heal and transmute the energy is how we're going to help other people. So they talk about like a hero's journey. Well, the joy is in the journey and it's like through the hardship, we get to feel the feelings, we get to feel sadness, we get to feel, you know, pain. And you know, that, Rachel, you, you, we, you should you should come in the room tomorrow and let you join in me because I, I, I know you're kind of going in teaching mode a little bit. But, um, I can't help myself. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to go. I'm not trying to go in teaching mode right now. I'm kind of like just trying to let people, you know, kind of share their 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 stories and you okay, know. Okay, well, I, I can share. I'll, but but but, but I'm gonna come back to you in a second, Rachel. I'm gonna come back to you in one second because I got I got a big cue, but I'm gonna come back to you. Is there was there somebody else that want to jump in? I did. Go ahead, Miss. Hello, this is Dora Maria, and I just, I wanted to, one... And, and I got to say this, remember, we're not going to teach him all. I, I was going to repeat that to everybody one more time, because we'll be here for, <laughs> for three, we'll be here for three hours letting everybody play therapist. But go ahead, though. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just sharing that sometimes the signs are not visible. And uh, if we lead with kindness and with love, it will dissipate a lot of those barriers and those walls that come up on people. And it doesn't hurt to just start off with kindness and love because a lot of people, they bring their baggage and you can tell, but other people you can't. And I lost a, a small, not a small, but she was a young cousin. Um, and we only found out a couple of days later that, you know, she took her life in high school. And this was after a weekend where the whole family was like together and everyone thought she was good. So it's not always visible. So it will, if you haven't seen someone in a while, be proactive and reach out and don't forget about our young people because a lot of times people just lug them along like their luggage when they go visit family and they visit friends and whatnot, um, but they're little people too. So just don't forget about our young people and I'll land my plane with that. Thanks. You know, Nora, I almost think that we have a fiduciary duty 
to watch how we go around friends that's not doing as good as you may be doing. You know, because you could be showing off to somebody and you may not be intending to show off, but you do. Me and my brother had this thing where we said, you know, it's to the point now. And this isn't boasting. I'm just saying what my brother talked about. He's like, we can't go shopping with certain friends because we, we went somewhere once and we bought some items of, and we were like, this doesn't look good. You know, we can't just go and because we make a joke. We like, we can go to mall and say, throw it in the bag and whatever. Right. We make these little jokes amongst each other, brothers. But even that right there, you got to be mindful of the things you talk about around your friends. You know, make sure they're OK. You know, you know, your friend isn't isn't, you know, on the same level as you. So don't go somewhere, you know, thinking you can spend the way you can spend, you know, treat them on a trip or something. You know, all those little things can go a long way with people that's not doing as as well as you. And of course, there's other people we can go into right now. This list can go on and on and on. But I just want to say that be mindful of the people you're around because you could be displaying a lifestyle to them that can help them feel like, damn, if he did that and we grew up together, or if he did that, we were on the same age, damn, I must not be, I, you know, I'm, I'm falling short. So just be be mindful, everybody. Quit trying to show off. Is there anybody else that hasn't spoken yet? They would Jared, like to speak? Can I just say really quickly where I was coming from? Who, who's that? It's Rachel. Go, go ahead. Okay. So what I was just saying real fast, I was, I guess I was being in a teaching moment because I think yes, like yes. part of deflecting. But what I was saying is um, I had a lot of people die in my life from accidental overdoses. And so it made me really, really depressed. Just I had a lot of loss like that. So I had to go on this healing journey of really healing myself. And long story short, now I'm in a position, the teaching mode, where I'm helping other people heal from pain, sickness, illness, anxiety, depression. And I would never be doing this because that's not something I chose. I would never be doing this if it wasn't for like my own struggle that I, you know, once had in the past. And so I think that the pain that like in the struggle that we go through is really our medicine that we can share to the world. And so I just had this client go through this like three day experience and he came out a different person and it was a lot of energy. Okay. 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 Like, right, 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 why right, right, Rachel, you kind of, you kind of doing it again and you, t- you kind of doing it. You're kind of doing it again. You, it, was it one of your yeah, clients? That was, that was it. But it was just like, <laughs> this is why we do what we do. And, and it made me realize everything that I've ever been through was worth it. When I can help someone else heal It's just a very right. beautiful thing. Right. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. <laughs> No, that that was slick how you threw that in there. But, but Lisa, were you trying to Come jump on, in, Lisa? <laughs> Lisa, were you trying to jump in? Okay, because I saw your mic was unmuted. Okay, was there anybody else that was trying to jump in? But you know, said be quiet. Okay, mom, shut up. Oh, Damn. sorry about that. Oh my gosh! Wait, 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 wait. Listen, who, who, wait, who was that? Mom, make sure wait, that what, the kids understand that One they, second. Their opinion. One second. One one second. Who? Media. One second. Was that you yelling at your kids? No, that was my kids yelling at each other. I have three. Sorry about that. And that's why. I'm, I'm okay. One one one, one second. One one second. Vet. Just one second. Were you trying to jump in, Marcella? Yes. Okay. I guess I was. All right. So, I had muted my mic out of respect. Go ahead, Marcella. Um, I do agree. You know, attitude determines altitude, and also our predisposition to um, have enough tenacity to overcome life's experiences can help. I also know, without a doubt, emphatically, that you know the people that we hang around that are supportive 
and the people that know us best that can actually, you could say I'm doing fine, but they could actually see, no, you're not. And are interested when you actually say, how are you today? They're really interested in understanding that. And I think that makes all the difference. I wanted to say as a frontline vet, um, when I came back from war, yeah, I, I, I experienced war. It, you know, feeling depression, anxiety, and we get a lot of troops that actually do commit suicide. It, it becomes an instance of how do you process some of the most um, horrific things you might have seen? And so it's in that journey, like the lady said before, that you, it, for those that overcome and are able to survive, they become a stronger version of themselves. But those that didn't, we have to understand that what they're saying is that the pain of taking another breath and moving throughout this life is more than, um, is greater than the idea of not living. And, you know, like when I've had younger people in my life, when I was in high school to commit suicide, and you're right, you really don't know what they're going through because, you know, we hide a lot of stuff every day. How many of us say, hey, how you doing? And you say, hey, I'm making it a great one today, knowing you might feel like crap. So I think it's two things because I'm a land this. Um, having purpose, uh, when you have a purpose driven life, and even though a lot of teenagers are still developing and understanding who they are. Sometimes, like somebody mentioned earlier, having an adult that may not be able to be in tune with them or be able to encourage them and make them feel um, confident enough that they right. are worthy and can overcome what they're going through is right. most important. I will say, and I'm going to say this lastly, um, don't let loyalty be your prison as far as keeping old friends is not serving your growth. And and I think the last point is, I think Steve Harvey said it, sometimes loyalty have an expiration date and you have to love and be loyal enough to yourself so that you can be in the yeah. best mindset possible. That's what I wanted to share today. I'm Marcella yeah. and I land my plane. I'm not sticking my chest out. I'm landing my plane. No, no, I think, yeah, I said that, I said that a minute ago that, that, that you know, uh, seasoning, but I, I, I said seasoning or time on device or seasoning how long you known somebody doesn't necessarily make them a better friend or the best possible friend for you just because oh I went to high school with them oh, that's my ride or die that, that that don't mean nothing it could be somebody you met six months ago that could be more of a nurturing friend to you than somebody you you actually grew up with so give people a chance right and 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 you're right you're right what you said um uh does anybody want to jump in? Anybody want to jump in? I got a call. Anybody want to jump in? I, I would, Jerry. Go, go ahead, John. Yeah, uh, Marcella, thank you for your service, uh, number one. And number two, you brought up a, a gigantic issue uh, that I've tried to work very hard on, but I, I would just ask others to think about. Um, returning veterans, strong, strapping men and women who seem so together, um, have these significant PTSD issues, uh, suicidal issues, and the best cure for them is a network of other people like them. So creating these networks where veterans can can help each other is a is is one of the best solutions of all. In any way we can do that, uh, I, I think we should help. And Marcella, thank you uh, for your service.
John, it's Tira. How can people who are not veterans... Wait, one, 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 one second, Tara. Oh, no, it's just because Sloan tried to jump in, and, and I went to John, and I don't want to be rude. Go ahead, Sloan. No, it can it can wait. It, it was just a oh, comment okay. about what All you right. said, and I appreciated it. Um, you said that we have to be careful with talking to our friends, and and we're in different places in life, and they may not be at the place we are, and that can bring friends down. Um, in the DC, and I say that because in the DC area, we're kind of in a bubble, and then if I go home to the Midwest, I just see um, the economic downturn. You see house after house that's foreclosed or you know a, a whole street that's just got for sale signs up and nobody's purchasing all those kinds of things and uh, when I talk to my friends here we we all agree we have to be careful how we speak to people in other parts of the country that are really really experiencing difficult times and and that we have to be sensitive to it this is Sloan yeah, thank you. Uh, go ahead, Tara. No, I, I was just keying off of something John said. I was wondering, I don't have any veterans in my family, but how would people who don't, how could we help? How could, maybe you could back channel on that, Tara. Okay, you could back channel on that. Um, yeah, yeah, reach yeah, out to me. I'll let you Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, because y'all could probably talk off app about that. But, um, but yeah, so this 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 is somebody got to mute their mic. Yeah, mute mic, Mitch. But th this is very very serious. What we were talking about earlier, John. I know you just you came in a little late, but we we're talking about teen teen suicide has been on the rise since the pandemic. Teen suicide, young and and young high school kids. They did a they, they did a study. Young high schools kids, uh, as far as thinking about suicide, that haven't actually done it, has been on the rise. I know it very well, John. Uh, Jerry, Jerry, so I'm with you. Jerry, sorry. No, go ahead, John. Did you want to, no, did you want to touch I, on it a little I, more? I, you... I came in a little bit late, but I understand the topic extremely well. Right, right, right. So, yeah, this, like I said, everybody, this is really, 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 really deep. And and a lot of times when you're in a certain place, you know, something you look at as far as like $2,500 a month, $3,000 a month, some people laugh or something like that. But for some people, that's a big deal. And just not having that can 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 cause these these thoughts. You know, I was never suicidal, but I did think for my my entire life I was going to be a loser. You know, especially when your mothers and fathers. My mother loves loves us dearly, right? But I'm gonna tell you one thing I couldn't stand. And mom always said, you know, and such and such, their kids are getting great grades. They're going to college. You guys aren't. You know, mothers don't don't parents don't make your child's worth be based off of a degree or, or based off of a, of a grade because I'll never forget. I actually thought I was going to be a loser just because of the loser thoughts that was instilled in me because of the things I wasn't accomplishing in life compared with the other kids was accomplishing. So something like that alone can make somebody feel depressed. that may not necessarily been depressed. So it's many reasons why people get depressed. Y'all it's not just because of, um, you know, other things in life. It could be just the loved ones around you could be making a, a, a teenager well, depressed. Look at you now, Jerry. Anybody you should be proud of where you are I now. I agree with that. I agree with that. That's why I have my kids listening wait, wait, to this right now. Wait, wait. Who, who's that right there? One, one second. Wait, wait, wait. You just got to wait a second because I, I just one oh, second. Sorry. One second. Go ahead. Go ahead, John. No, no, please, Jerry. Let her go. 
Go ahead. Okay, my name is Vet Vanna, and I that's the reason why I have my kids listening to this because it's so important to be stronger than whatever forces out there with the TikTok and the Instagram and social media. All of that stuff that they and, and their peers, they, they're giving imp- impression upon with everything in the world. So you have to have because I'm a single mom, I have to have church, I have to have um, myself and other people in my family that are good role models to impress upon my children because it's it's a real battle. It's a real battle of the mind. You love our and mom. you have to have your mind. Wait, wait, your kid, your kids say they did they say we love you, mom? Did yes, they say they that? Did. Yes, let, they let, did. let 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 us say let, wait one second, one hey, second, y'all. Let us say hi to you. Everybody just, what's your name? What's your name, little man? What's your name? Zachary. How old are you, Zachary? Hi, Zachary. Hey, Zachary, you want a cell phone? I raised my kids like soldiers. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 Vet, you definitely sound sound like you're doing a good job with your kids. I try. I'm gonna tell you another thing. Go ahead, John. Go ahead, John. Zachary, do you want an iPhone 13? He said you want an iPhone 13. <laughs> Let's go, John. Yes. Let's go, John. Ah, uh, John got the kids turned up. That's so funny. <laughs> I need one. I can't stick with Android. Wait, wait, wait a sec, y'all. Wait, let, 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 let him build. Let him build. Let him. He's 12, so you know he's really am- amped up about that. But hey, well, yeah, I have, Jack- you have to make it cool to be like, I just told them they better never ever commit suicide. I don't care what happens to you. You better not ever do it. And we just had that conversation. We constantly had that conversation. It might sound rough. I might sound be aggressive. But at the end of the day, the point is drilled in. And that's yeah, you, 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 aggressive, but you, but you won me over though, vet. You won me over when I heard your kids in the background. When I heard your kids, <laughs> when I heard your kids saying, "We love you, mommy." They won Yay. me over. Yay! Well, I'm happy that you won over. God bless hey, you guys. Hey, and this hey, is mommy. a group. Congratulations for doing all this. And wait, wait, vet. John, John, John is John is talking hey, to you. Hey, 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 mommy. Uh, yes. John, John at johnledger.com. Send, oh, send me, send me his name. An address, oh, and I'm going to send him a phone. Really? And it's our agreement that he will not only ever never hurt himself, but he will oh, do yes, everything I'm- he can to help other people. You heard what he said. He said he said he's. I'm gonna I'm gonna send um our address. He's gonna send you a phone, but it's your agreement. Listen to him. Oh, he just said, "Be quiet, River. You only not." Hello. Yep. So so the <laughs> the deal is, you will not only never hurt yourself. Or think down mm-hmm. about yourself, but you'll do everything you can to help any other people that you see that need help. Okay. And vet, vet, vet. I got a question yes. for you, vet. Yes. Here's the thing. John Ledger is going to repeat. He, he's going to repeat his. Um, John, could you repeat that? Www. Yeah. Your, your, um, uh, email. My email is j o h n. Oh wait. I'm... Yeah. It's it's my it's name. So... It'll be easy. It's John. Mm-hmm. At John, and my last name is L E G E R E. G E R E L E G. Yeah, L E G E R E dot com. And if you can't remember it, just look up the former CEO of T Mobile. Oh my! Oh my gosh! My cousin Meredith is the um is a senior um vice president there in in Chicago for the T Mobile. That's exciting! You guys, are, she's she's like a real fluent um lady. W you know? John. That's so Great cool. job, John. Wait, wait, vet, vet. I have one question. I have one more question okay. for you, though. Okay. 
Are you ready for Are you ready for this question, Vet? Vet. Yes. I got a question. Are you ready? Uh-huh. How are you doing otherwise though? Are you good? Oh my gosh, let me tell you something. I had to force myself to be good. I lost my dad before the pandemic. My my mom already passed years ago and then I just have um my my um my brother and he needs a kidney and he's on dialysis. But um I've been in the rock. So Vet, I, come, thank you. come come to our come to our room tomorrow okay. at eleven a, at eleven a.m. And, and and it might even be a better day for you tomorrow. Come to our room tomorrow, awesome. okay? Yay! Come, it's a date. Just make and, just just make sure you put the bell on. And Jerry, uh, and, go ahead, John. And Vet, since I just gave you my email, yes, please use it with me if I can help you in any way, even My just email, to listen. My email at Gmail. So when, if, you, if you get an email from somebody else on the clubhouse that wants Good. the iPhone, it's so, not so I'll, I'll make <laughs> That's going to happen. I'll make a deal with you. I'll make a deal with you. If you'll listen to me, I'll listen to you. Okay. Yeah, I'm with I'm Okay, with let's do it. John is John's such a great guy. God is good. Hey, pre appreciate you for that, John. Very nice, John. Oh, uh, so w, w John in the powerful. chat. W yeah, John one, in the chat. One, one second, David. It's, it, hey, John, I met somebody on the on the app the other day, and um, she was saying that she what what position did she she said that she something that you guys were doing annually when you were the CEO that a certain group can win. And it's something big where you could you could bring your friends, family, and it's paid for. You know, you made sure it was paid for. And they just said you were just the most incredible. I'm not saying it's for the stage. She said anywhere she's ever worked, John was the most sincere, caring, loving than anywhere she's ever worked in her life. And she said that about John Legere. And this is you know, an example. It's this funny, Jerry, because this is the week that we send all the top uh, winners and their families to Hawaii. Yes, that's and, what she was talking about. Uh, and they're there, and I'm I'm trying to stay low key because they're all writing to me, wishing I was there. Because amongst the things I did, there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of winners. But I stood on that stage for seven hours if I needed to, and I looked every one of them in the eye, one by one, shook their hand took a photo and I never left the stage and you know and these photos were special and it was for me it was special too so yeah it, just some special as you know simple things John John excuse me Jerry but simple things but recognition and things that really say thank you you left an impact on people yeah you are special John so appreciate you my brother appreciate you so much and I'm so glad you and your babies are about to be able to look at an iPhone 13. So congratulations. Thank you. And you know what they got? Wait, and he was, it was now he, that he's not in the car right now. I got, I can say this. He was crying his eyes out two days ago. So God is so good. Everything I, I, I need, I have, that's what I'm, I'm part of this morning um, coffee group and a mindset, mindset group. And that's what we, that's one of the affirmations. And it's so true because he was crying. My son was crying his eyes out two days ago. And I was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? He was bl like blubbering. And I'm like, what is wrong? And he's like, I don't like the way I look and all these different things. And I'm like, don't, don't say that. That's not true. You know, whatever you're thinking is not true. You're, you have to think positive. And sometimes, and my son is usually the more calm and and conservative of the three that I have. But this particular moment, he really broke down and was upset and just like, 
had a, a fit and I, and I, I didn't know what, what like all I could do was hold him literally just hold him and just hug him and just like try to think of different things to say and um kids they they, they feel it you know they feel all all the things going on right the, the world well they going they going to feel they going to feel that big old screen and that heavy yes, piece of yes. technology and and all them gigabytes so they got something to really talk about now and guess what guess guess what else they can do Wait. You can literally show them how to work the internet yes. on your phone and they can go to debatethenews.com yes. Yes. and they can yes. hear this episode of mom talking oh. to John Legier. <laughs> can you imagine that? Yes, he's back here and he's he's skipping right now. Zachary, say thank you. Thank you. Yo, welcome. Hey, hey, hey. And, and, and even better, I might go where they are and we could take the episode together. That'll be wow. What's, what's, what's the episode with, with you? What's an episode? An episode? The, no, <laughs> episode. Wait, one second. No, I know the, what the, an episode is, but of what? Of this, this is a this is also a podcast. So every every room we do, we put it up on debatethenews.com. It's a podcast. So you can go to Apple, you can go to Spotify, you can go wherever, little man, that 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 has um podcasts. And you could you could stream it, you could download it. And you could hear your mom talking. You could hear you on it. You could hear it tonight. I tell you what. In in one hour, hey Zach, in one hour, tell your mom to go to debatethenews.com or to go to Spotify or wherever she listens to her podcast. iPod, Apple, I mean, uh, uh, iTunes or Apple Pod. Uh, hey, Apple, hey, let's uh, take this. All of them. Let's say this over the top. Zach, what's your favorite sport? Basketball. So, who's your favorite team? The Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, you live in New York. Yeah. You want to go see them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. How many of you? Oh my God. Um, there's four of us. Okay. Four tickets. Brooklyn Nets, on me. That's gonna be. Thank you, John. That's dope, John. Thank you, John. You know they got like two games left. Okay. Yeah. They got like two games left, John. So before the playoffs. What, what, what makes you think I can't get the playoffs? Are they in? No, yeah, okay. I just want to let you know. That's all. I, I just put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 John. Hey, hey Jar- Jonathan, hold the clo- hold the phone close to your head. I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, no, John. No, John. You're supposed to say, John. You're supposed to say, I'm rich, bitch. That's like, like, that's what Dave Chappelle said. <laughs> say it again, John. Say it again, John. Wow. Hey John. <laughs> not kids are oh shoot. Okay, John, check it, check it, text. Hey, hey, guys, make Wait, sure you reach out to me tonight because now what I just heard, I got to get the tickets fast, and I can. So, hey, so, hey. so, wait, wait, y'all can say something, but first we got to do what I always say: we got to let that breathe. Because <laughs> what John just did was amazing. So before somebody want to say what they want to say, we got to let what John just did breathe. Thank you, John. You are a special. You are a special person. Put some respect on John Legit. Yes, that's the second awesome. time. Hold on, Jerry. Hold on. That's the second time, Jerry. That's the second time in, in what three days? That's the second time in three days. One second. That's the second time in three days. People got basketball tickets, guys. So come on. You guys never know what you're gonna get here to uh, debate the news. John, you gotta match the other ones, though. You know that, right, John? Which other ones? That, that that we gave out. Uh, what day was that, Jerry? Wednesday, guys. Well, guys, that's Wednesday, right, guys? Yes. 
Wednesday. Yeah, yep. court, yeah, 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 courtside court seat. court, court, court side seats. <laughs> hey, Jerry, now that that breathed a little bit, John, this is Todd. I got to say, my wife, I had it, I had pulled out my headset so she could hear. She heard how generous you were, but she laughed when you said, put the phone close to your head. I'm rich. John, what a great thing you did. And Vet, you're a great mom. And when you said you were holding holding your boy, that's all you could do. You know, I, I love it because I, I was going to say, Jerry, I am, I am landing this. You know, I go on. Aww. But my mom is still around. The love she gave me yesterday is the man I am today still. A mom's love, very special, and it is important, the love you give and you get from your family, because like Jerry said, it can it can affect you too, if it's not always the, the right kind of love. But Jerry, remind me about that room tomorrow, the time. I certainly want to be there. What is this on Saturday that's going on? It's All right, cool, cool. So... Wait, who's that speaking? It was me, Jerry, because who? it was silent. So I was wait, wait, who? who? Mariana. Oh, giving who the time? Uh, John. Jerry, she was giving me the time for the room tomorrow. I wanted to be sure I don't miss it. Oh, 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 just follow me and put the bell on because I'm not. It, it should be 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is your time, California time. Are you talking about our room? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. No, you the one about? you were going to do about your special. You shared a lot with about yourself today, and tomorrow's even more. But I wanted to make sure I'm there. It's 11 in the morning our time, right? Probably. Yeah, 11 a.m. Um, yeah, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. California time. Thank you for that, Mr. John Ledger. Is there anybody else that would like to jump in? We pre- yes. What's your name? Ida. My name is Ida. Ida, Ida, Ida. today, my grandson, he's 17 years old. And him and his mother was going back and forth. And he was he he told me, he said, I don't know why she she do me like that. Ida, Ida, you are not been apparently in the mix. Okay. Yeah, and so repeat 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 that said, last part, Ida. He said he wished he would have just stayed asleep. You know, not being born, that's what he was saying. Instead right. of going through what he goes through with her, you know, you're my mother. That's my mother. That's what he told me. She my mama. She been telling him, calling him dumb and stupid. And then she put him in a lower grade and he's 17 so he can catch up special ed or whatever it is because he don't learn as quick. She calls me dumb. And then she put me in that school. I mean, in that class. And on top of that, she calling me dumb. Why does she do me like that? She's my mother. It makes me feel bad, you know? And so I called him and I asked him, do you do you feel like committing suicide? You know, but he said, no, but I could tell the trauma that he's going through with my daughter because she's not really capable of having children. Mentally- you, you know, that, that that's sad, Ida, but I would say this, you might want to be careful if you call somebody and just, ask him do you feel like committing suicide you might want to be careful to if you kind of just said it just like that you you might want to be you might want to be careful because you could you can still have a conversation with somebody and maybe maybe if they're near you get 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 in their presence because sometimes you could put put an ideal in somebody's head that may not even have been there so just Mm -hmm. just 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 be careful when you if you come off on somebody like that but thank you i'm gonna i'm gonna open the stage up to another another person okay. now before i go to the next person before i go to the next person i'm going to say this um you know we've had some interesting shares john ledger did something so amazing and uh so uh, from from for the rest of the show 
Um, I don't have to land you. So, so could, could you keep it brief? Because these can get very long and, and, and I don't want to, you know, have to land anybody. So keep your share brief. If there's somebody want to go next. This is David. This, us. Is this is Anthony. I want to say something really quick. Go ahead, Anthony. And then you, David. Go ahead, Anthony. Hey, here's the deal straight up, man. I, I feel like uh, if you know, if, if men, I'm only I'm specifically speaking to, uh, in regard to boys. If you guys know, if you feel, how many men feel that they are leaders, you know, and they have some type of impact. I feel like, you know, if you know a friend that is raising a young man, take some time out of your schedule to reach out to that young lady or young man that's raising that kid to, to uh, spend some time. If it's like one hour, uh, one hour with a single parent that's raising a, a, a young man, because young men need to see excellence. And I, I'm speaking from my own perspective. And Jerry, brother, you know I love you, man. And I heard what you said earlier today. We can't let that skip over because it's, it's imperative because people will, will feel energy from their parents. But then again, there's also women out here raising young men and they don't have no example because they don't have a relationship with their fathers. So if, you know, so if you know someone, if you know a, a young lady that you consider a friend and they're raising a boy, Ask that young lady for permission to spend time with that young man because he's going to emulate somebody. So I think that that's imperative. And I think I, I and I don't want to offend anyone, but I think that people need to hear that. If young men, young women are raising boys, you know, uh, 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 you know, I think it's our responsibility um, to reach out and, and try to spend time with those young men. If we consider ourselves leaders, because you never know that little hour that you spend throwing a baseball. Or that little hour that you spend um, shooting basketball or just even sitting down and showing a, a young man how to, to tie a tie, they're going to remember that because it's coming from someone who looks like him. That, I yield the mic. Amen, Anthony. Amen. Yeah, I think Jerry got dropped into the uh, audience. Hey, Maya Copa, I was trying to send him a message and I hit uh, move to audience. So that was me, my guys. Uh, and I never would do it. So when he comes back up, I'll send him my message. Sorry. Oh, oh, it was me, John? Yeah, John? yeah, I was trying to send you a message. Oh, okay. Move to audience, so I apologize. Oh, it's all good, John. It's all good. Because Jay... Jay, you want to tear that ass? Hey, John, let me tell you something. If we, if we weren't having a room... But either way, it doesn't matter what the room is. Once John said that, I would have react the way I'm reacting. But let's say if John Ledger wasn't in here... Okay, anyway... Let's let John. I love you, my brother. You're you're such a special individual for what you just did for that for that young man. And you know, it, it, I really believe some people deserve certain things. And John, where you are in your life, you deserve it, brother. So appreciate you for that. It feels funny looking up at the up, up at the top. So now I see how y'all feel. Oh, John, Jonathan, can you put me in the queue? Jonathan. No, meet your, mic, meet, your mic, meet your mic, Jerry. Meet your mic, meet your Jerry. Mic, Jerry. Meet you your know, mic. enough, Jerry. You know what, Jonathan? Forget you, Jonathan. You know what? Mute your mic, Jerry. Give somebody else a turn, Jerry. <laughs> Daphne, take your Come pumpkin. On, Jerry. Pumpkin, Come take on, care Jerry. of that pumpkin. <laughs> she said ad libs. That was cute. Okay, but um, so thank you, everybody. So listen, everybody. Look, we had a really great room. Tomorrow, we are going to be doing a room at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The title of it is if I made it out the hood, you can too. But we're going to have a conversation. You know, we're definitely going to be talking about stuff like we're talking about right now. And, uh, you know, we're going to be sharing some things. I'm going to share some things that's near and dear to me. Jonathan's going to share some things that's near and dear to him. 
you know, we 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 had a certain journey, uh, and it, and it was rough. And and you made a good point, uh, Anthony Glenn, when you said, "Ladies, reach out to a man. Reach out to a man. You know, make make sure it's a good man. Make sure it's a vetted man. It's it's, it's close to you, of course. And uh, because that man can probably point some things out to to, to you. Not probably. That man will point some things out to your son. You don't want the the, the hood to help raise your kids the the way the hood helped raise me you you don't want that you know you, you want it to be a little different so i want to thank everybody once again for coming to debate the news thanks special shout out to john ledger special shout out to all you other moderators that shared the stage with us and uh special shout out to all the people that are not moderated and special shout out to mr jonathan bing mr bing did you want to say anything before we go Absolutely, man. This is a, a hello conversation, and I, I, I want to actually – we thank the crowd already. You did, the audience already, but I just want to just give you – acknowledge the way that you guys handle it. So uh, this this uh, conversation, uh, there's been uh, times where we, try, we people have tried to have conversations like this on this app, and it went south, and uh, I just loved uh, how it was handled here. And uh, I appreciate each and every one of you. Love you guys, as always. And uh, I look forward to, uh, to uh, I guess, doing this again on Monday. Uh, but, Jerry, you know what? Uh, that room tomorrow, uh, that would be the perfect inter intermission for us. So I'm looking forward to that as well. So thank every, every last one of you guys. Don't forget, uh, www.debatethenews.com. Guys, that podcast, it, it's real. It's up there. Uh, uh, show us some love. Go there. Follow us on all the platforms, if you will. Uh, guys, you're doing us a favor. We we really appreciate it. Uh, and um, you guys are family to us. And uh, you guys can share it with your family. With that, I pass the mic back to Jerry. Mr. Jonathan Bing, for the fact that you said you're going to pass it back to me, that gives me my cue where I'm able to do what I do. Did you hear that? My cue to do what I do. Get dramatic with my music. I heard it, Jerry. I heard it, but it's a little pedestrian. The rhyme, the rap was a little pedestrian. But you know what, though? It's, it's, it's okay because, hey, y'all see that? You're going you're to always get somebody that... One second, mute your mic, please. You're going to always get somebody to hate. But when they hate, they just right. he, he, he gonna really like this one. Love, when they hate, they just telling you they just telling you you're great. You like that? You, 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 know, you when they hate, they just tell you great. great. <laughs> great. Thank you. W chat too. The chat was the, lit. The, the, the reason the, the reason why I play this song is because the title of this song is called Thank You. So I want to thank everybody for coming out. I appreciate everybody. We love y'all. Y'all love us. Okay, I'll tell you what. I don't know if y'all love us. If y'all love us and y'all love each other, unmute your mic right now and say, I love you. I love you, Jeremy. I love you, Jeremy. I love you, Jeremy. I love you, Jeremy. I see Tara didn't unmute her mic. I see Mariana didn't unmute her mic. It's okay. It's okay. One second, one second, bro. Let me be dramatic, my brother. Tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, y'all can continue the conversation. I'll be doing that room out of my club called Seventh Round. And when I, when you come to the room, I will let you know while I'm doing out of Seventh Round. Go ahead, Pumpkin. Check the chat. One, one second. Go ahead, Pumpkin. Oh, I just want to say that the chat is super lit. I love you guys. Debate the News family is so lit. We love you. Yeah. Super lit. Okay, so, I t okay, let me see what the chat, Man, the chat is. Spam W lit. in the chat. Everybody spam W in the chat. The chat was lit. A lot of good people in the chat. You guys got to tap in. So what we're going to do, what we're going to do, we're going to leave this room up a little longer today. I'm talking about once we close, 
we're gonna leave up a little longer so we can all take our time and kind of go through the chat because it seemed like it was some chemistry not seems it was some chemistry in here today and it was just some energy i could feel the vibration hey that energy stuff is real i can feel it so i want to thank everybody once again for coming to debate the news we appreciate y'all more than you know hey jerry Send me you and Jonathan's email, please. Yes, 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 I will. And Jonathan, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, John, I'm also going to, uh, I'll send it to you right now. And I'm also going to text it to you. Okay. And I'm going to okay. come into your uh, 11 a.m. show. I'm going to hear it. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow, John. Everybody have a great night. John, I'll send it to you right now. And oh. Jonathan Bing, you stay by your phone. I got a bone to pick with you like I do every single day, Jonathan. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, you know what? We we no, I, I, I gotta call Jonathan, tell him how much I love him. I'm gonna call you in a minute, my brother. So everybody appreciate y'all, and we'll see y'all tomorrow, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See y'all tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye, Bye, everybody. Big love, everybody.